you lot. You're listening to Garage Hammer. Episode 332. On tonight's episode, the Fat Manling celebrating his birthday. Because, you know, that has anything to do with Warhammer. So I don't know. Shut it. I'm listening to me show. Welcome to the garage, you tools, for the next two hours or thereabouts. We're going to do our best to keep you informed, entertained, and have a few laughs along the way. Bringing you, um, uh, bringing you a tournament report, listener mail, and one of the most generous donation drives I've ever run. I'm Dave White, and with me tonight, as always, is Chris Walker. Chris, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. We are back, here. Back up off that mic just a little bit. You're still a bit hot, but we're good. Yeah. All right. Oh, wow. It has been a crazy week. It's been a crazy couple weeks, and a lot of stuff's come out. Like, we almost changed the topic of the show to the all the FAQs and the new, uh, the new uh, points. Thing. Oh, yeah. Because that that's... That's uh, that's the thing, but we might just have to do that as an extra bonus episode. Yeah, we could do that. Because now we're getting into this habit. Now that we've been into this doing this, we're going to do some, we had kind of having fun doing the bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so today is uh, mailbag day. Uh, Chris and I went to Herner's tournament. We're going to talk about that. Spoiler, we didn't win, but we got some good stuff. Um, we're also going to talk about the uh, the charitable donations and how that's looking, and then uh, going to talk to you about a few more things. But first, first, we got to thank the sponsors. Got to do that, Bill Poon. Those guys who help this show go, and that includes Kazark Superstar. Kazark Superstar, Kazark Superstar, Kazark Superstar, Kazark Superstar. Six Squared. Oh, hey, did you want to say it? Kev? Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. That's Kevin. By the Thanks, Kevin, for coming on. Kevin. The voice. Oh, of no s- worries. I, I wouldn't miss your birthday episode, eh? Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've never. I mean, it's silly to do a birthday episode that has nothing to do with it. But since we raised funds as my birthday thing, that's what we're calling it. So that's what you're calling totally. it. It is Friday, uh, February 23rd, as we are recording. Uh, this will drop probably on the 25th. My birthday is actually Tuesday. Um, 52 years old. You believe that? I believe it. I'm looking forward to death. All right. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, this is another end times episode. I'm not sure where I'm at right now. Since I'm the same age as you, I believe it. Uh, you are. Oh, wait, are you older than me? My birthday is in December 71. You are older than me, and Barnett is I, November of 71. That's yeah. right. Look at me. I'm the young pup. Wait, no, Kevin's the younger one, I think. Kevin's no, the youngest. I'm the oldest. I am the youngest. This show is awesome. March 1970. <laughs> oh, wow. oh. Uh, yes. All right. So uh, I'm not only the handsome one, I'm the youngest one. This is the best show ever. (laughs) This is my greatest birthday ever. You have the whitest hair. What's up with that? Well, well, no, it's it's salt and pepper. I'm just directly under the light. I got to I got no, but I hope I go pure white. If I'm going to go, I want to go straight white. I want to be like Anderson Cooper. Okay. He looks pretty sharp. Like. I got to if you're going to have white hair, it's going to be that kind. It's got to be like Rutger Hauer in Blade Runner. That's there what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. All right. Ooh. All right. We saw, oh, and of course, after Six Squared Studios, let's not forget 
Grognard Games in Roselle and Batavia, Illinois, where there's always something happening. Yeah. Um, all right. And, of course, our Patreon uh, patrons, those guys who think this show is worth their hard-earned money and keep the lights on, who, the people whom we love more than anyone, including the kids, uh, but don't tell them we said that. My kids don't listen, so I could just say that. You know, That's fine. You know, I, I like my patrons more than them. That's cool. Just, yeah, that's fine. I can say that, and I'm, I'm sticking to it. Coming in hot. All right, Patreon sponsors, our associate producers, Jake C., James Brown, and Old Man Yeti. Our executive producer, Scotty Mill, George Stradon, and Sir Killsteak, and our newest patron, and one of our oldest friends, the Cranky Lawyer. That's right, Cranky. He's the one. Ponying up some dough to listen to this show. <laughs> Thank you all for becoming <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, dude. part of the 1% who make this show <laughs> and everything we do on this show possible. Now, we yeah. also, well, we don't have any new but we do have voicemail. I'm kind of shocked. I put out the call for for listener uh, email or listener questions, and nobody dropped questions on the email. We have, no, I mean, no voicemail. We have no voicemails today. But if oh. you wanted to leave a voicemail, all you got to do is pick up that phone and dial one seven five seven G H show six. That's right. That's one seven five seven G H show six. If you pick up your phone and dial those, well, those aren't numbers. Those are numbers and letters. But if you did pick up your phone and dial one seven five seven G H show six four four one four six nine six in that order, you could leave us a voicemail. Hey, just do it right now. Yeah, pause the show. It's not going anywhere. No. And just to jump in, too, one of your executive producers, it's his birthday today. That's so let's right. give a shout out. Scotty's birthday, 31 years old today. Happy birthday, Scotty Milne. Scotty Milne, who is not only an executive producer, not only runs the Battle for Breath, the, the Blood Bowl tournament that raises bunches for charity, but he's also the guy who bought, painted, and sent me this. Which you guys Whoa. at home can't see, but yeah. Kevin's Archeon. getting a look at. Archeon. Painted much better than I could ever paint him. And lovingly leaving the base undone so I could flock it up with static grass and flowers because that's how it's yeah. going to be. So my whole chaos or uh, my whole Slaves to Darkness army is green grass with the electric static flocker so it's standing up nice with big yellow yeah. flowers. Because very good. Because why? Because I'm tired of watching everybody walking in the lava and the snow. Why are you fighting for the wastelands? Go fight for the nice places. So that's what they're doing. <laughs> they're fighting in the nice places to get the nice places covered in blood. That's the plan. So Archaon is going to have it, but right around his base, I'm going to start with the uh, the burnt grass, and then go yeah. to a mix, and then go to the green grass along the outside. So it looks like where Dorgers landed, there's going to be like that oh, grass is burnt out. That's cool. the plan. Now, how well it turns out is anybody's <laughs> guess. Fantastic. But that's the plan. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's everything. Isn't that everything? That is everything. Yeah, it's all the the pre stuff. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yes. Not every, like we're not signing off. We're not. We're not. Oh, no. We're not. Don't get the horn ready. I'm ready to go. What? <laughs> <laughs> So apparently, if you can't find the horn or if you're not here, I'm supposed to go. <laughs> like, that's apparently on the Discord. I was told that's the thing. Or have Skeletor do it. That's just a really. <laughs> our Discord. By the way, our Discord's up over like 225 people, which that's excellent. is blowing me away. 
Very cool. Uh, because, you know, technology and I'm old. Sure, so. We're on Discord right now. We are recording on Discord yeah. for the first time, actually recording on Discord. I'm enjoying this immensely. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk Toolbox. Um, we're going to give out the some of the names of the people. We're going to thank some of the people who donated to the to the to the club. And uh, after the toolbox, we're going to talk about uh, Herner's uh, Herner's hobby event. Let's call Holy it what wars. it is. Holy wars! Holy wars! Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back. Folks, Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War, Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Orc Superstore, what you see is what you get. And we are back. Here I am. (laughs) We're back. I'm feeling silly tonight. I'm not even going to lie. No. Like I, I am just. I'm. I'm. I'm a little hyper. I've had some caffeine, and I don't often do that anymore. Mm. And uh, Friday. It's Friday night. Friday night. Which caffeinated Whitech on a Friday night? Oh boy, (laughs) those (laughs) those wild garage hammer boys. Look out! It's Friday night. We're doing a podcast. Yes, we are talking about toy soldiers. All mm. right. Um, this is the toolbox brought to you by Chaos Orc Superstore. Mm. All right. So let's talk hobbying because oh boy, that got the hobby. But since Kevin, you're the guest, and I'm just gonna—you're on the little bottom of the screen. So I don't know if me pointing is looking like you're on the bottom of the screen, but it's your turn. It is. It's very Brady bunch of you. Yeah. Okay. So my turn. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hobby time in that for me has been pretty good. Uh, right now, we're um, doing our Blood Bowl here. Uh, so we had over Super Bowl weekend, we were, uh, we were doing our Blood Bowl event. So I've been paying up my Necromancer team. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, they're coming along pretty well. And then, of course, our, our big, I guess it's a hobby project, is we're setting up our media room here at, at the store here at Mecca Games. So now we have a a podcast booth, but more than that is I have this great stream deck where I can press a button and put a uh, a camera over top of our uh, lead game table. 
or our lead cardboard game table. Or I can just bring it over here to be able to do an unpacking and, uh, and everything here. We have like six cameras set up, three microphones. We can do color commentary from a room away from the, the people playing the game. We're, we're pretty excited this when you come down like. here, Dave. He can sit yeah. in that room, Chris, and watch yeah. the game on the main table and call the game right. without interrupting. Yeah. Exactly. And oh. it's a soundproof room now, so it's working out pretty oh, well. I'll, I'll test that. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I can't no. wait to co- next time we get to come down there because I will definitely bring some stuff and we will record from the place. We'll get a game in and something <laughs> and record from the place. That'll be fun. Like just a garage 100%. gamer at the uh, garage garage hammer in Canada. Garage hammer international. And our intent here for the room is, like, we'll be putting out content, obviously, for ourselves, but we're going to build up a channel so that we have people that are, there's so many creative people in our community that they want some help and want and play around with something like that. We'll help them uh, explore their creativity. As long as it's around gaming and it's PG, we're good for it. Yeah, so it should be lots of fun. Have you had the stores bought for about two years? Is that right? It'll be two years this uh, this June, yeah. Yeah, that's excellent. nice, nice. Yeah, so it's, it's coming along pretty it's going well. well. So, it's going well. Oh, it's it's been fantastic. Uh, we're just going from strength to strength. Yeah. Uh, we we have uh, we had a big uh, solo Age of Sigmar event uh, two weeks ago. Uh, so that was thirty people. Uh, nice. for that. Thirty yeah. people. Yeah, so they get 15, big numbers for. Tables. Oh, they've got more. How many tables do you have, Kevin? Sixteen. 16. 16 tables. That's so cool. Yeah, then we have our card tables beside that as well. Mm-hmm. It was a busy day because we had a big magic event happening at the same time. So. Oh, wow. It, it, it was a fun time. Yeah. Um, we went through a lot of energy drinks and chocolate bars that yeah. day. So, so the yeah. intent in the future is to like, re- <laughs> like show that on like some kind of a channel. Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So we'll have it. So we have it set up so that we have our head table so we can put mm-hmm. game up there. Uh, away from the other one, so we can have them play there. We can have them uh, mic'd, or we can just have them mute and do the com the commentary from inside the room. Here we yeah. have a a big uh, magic event on Sunday. It's one of the regional thingies, so okay. we're going to be testing out for the first time. Having the I'm not doing color commentary on magic. I, I think yeah. it's a great game, but I don't know nearly enough about it. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, yeah, do, do, do those things normally get streamed? Like. Like magic tournaments, do they get streamed on? There's a lot of it oh, out yeah. there. I don't watch a lot, but yeah, a lot of the gaming things in that uh, get streamed out there. Like people watch competitively, like the yeah. different card games and uh, board games. Like I'm looking forward. We're going to be doing an unmatched event, and uh, and uh, I think it's in April. Oh, okay. uh, so I'm looking forward to that too, and just being able to show those games off and really, like, yeah, get people Wait, enjoy unmatched. it. And that's have the fun. game that. That's the game that I got right. That's the one. Yeah, we played that at yeah, Gen Con last year. Yeah, that's the one that that uh, um, Brad told me to buy, and now I've got like four sets. Yeah, that's. Uh, oh yeah, I love that game. That game is so Such much fun. Such a good game. Yeah. Um. So, the uh, what do you call it? This you got. So the streaming card games. Oh, I was going to say something about that. Now I can't remember. It couldn't have been worth talking about if I can't remember it. So it doesn't <laughs> matter. Oh, you know, here's what it is. Here's what you need to get. This is what I want to see. Okay. You got to call color commentary from the booth, but you also got to have a guy by the table that you can talk to, that he can only hear you. Yeah. So you can ask questions. 
just like on Iron Chef and stuff. Bukwisan, yes, I think he's using broccoli and he's using, yes, that is definitely some soy sauce. Thank you. Uh, we're going to go back to you, Sato. Like that is absolutely, <laughs> like that would be great because you could be out there. Okay, what's his, what's his plan? Ask, what are you thinking about? And then that would be, oh, oh my God, like wide world of sports. You could be Howard Cosell. We have that. We have the um, the ability to do that because we have a steady cam in that for it to be done with an iPhone, uh, as well with them having an earbud in, so we can go around. So not only can they do that at the main table, but they can go back into the other area and pick up some neat events, and they can capture like little snippets from the other games in the main hall, part of the the store. Oh, so yeah, I'm so jealous. I'm excited. I was. This made me think. I I don't know if it's on the independent characters Facebook page or on a different Facebook page, but some guys posted up their gaming place, and they're they're, they're I, I, I'm gonna I'm butchering this. I'm just saying, but they're from like in like Norway or Sweden or something like that, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and I've they're like, this. here's our gaming club, and they have like 250 yeah. members, and they ha- it's like they 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 have they basically bought out a whole floor of this place. Right mm-hmm. now, they're onto their second or third floor, and I guess mm-hmm. that these are gaming club members, right? And this is their gaming club, and it's like they own the building, apparently. Yeah, yeah, they it, all pooled their money together. They all just bought. yeah, they all pool in. It's I mean, it's like you get your monthly bill. Everybody pitches in their fees, and yeah. I, and I'm guessing on exactly how it works because he explained it. It was very quick, but basically they've got like 250 members. And you just go in, and they have a thing set up, and you just reserve your tables when you want them. They've got some. They've got three floors of tables. They've got over like yeah. thirty some tables. I think they. I, it, I might have said over fifty tables because they're they yeah, were expanding. People, people, yeah, they store their armies there in yeah. lockers. They got lockers there, and every member has his own locker, so you could bring your mm-hmm. army and leave it there. And then they've got yeah. hobby area, gaming area, and I want that. That sounds amazing. It's, it's like I want a that. different mindset, a different format than we do. It's, it it's here, like you right? belong to the gaming club, and everybody yeah. pays their dues to keep the, uh, for upkeep and maintenance. And it's kind of like a, a golf painted. club, yeah, except fun. Yeah. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. yeah, you pay your dues to the country club and all this, except it's a gaming uh, club, and they just bought yeah. a building and said, "This is where we're all going to game." And everybody just gets their dues, and you got to keep up with them. And I'm like, this, oh, my, I would totally pay a fee to have a place where I know I could go to hobby, where I know I could go and reserve a table to game, where people are just there to game. And it's it's a club, though. There's, like, no, it's not a store. Not a store at all. There's nobody selling anything there. Like, I think they have vending machines, but there's nobody selling anything. They just literally own this. And I'm like, that's what I would love. A place where you can just go to game. They got hobby tables with lights set up. You can just go there and build and paint. And I'm just like, that's that's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Like something that's store agnostic so you're not uh, going after anyone's tribe at their store. Yeah, that's fantastic. Exactly. It's so, oh, I thought that was the coolest thing. Like if I, if I win the lottery, that's what I'm going to try to, that's one of those things I want to do that I want to put together. Mm Mm-hmm. Like you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I'll 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 start the ball rolling. Let's get a club going, and then we can get yeah. clubs from. You find a decent location, a sort of central location. Yeah. You could get people. I mean, from an hour in every direction. You know, that would if, be the key, right? Finding the right spot. Yeah. Well, we could set up like World Trade Centers do it so that you have your membership, your local club. But when you travel to another city, you can use that club because the, the the membership is transferable from club to club. So you can, you, oh, I see. That's then we had to get more than one club. I don't have one club not, not yet. 
So it's a co-op, yeah. Exactly. But once well, you if do, you buy a club, I'll buy a club, Dave. Uh, all right? <laughs> Deal. Kevin's a secret millionaire. I'm not a secret millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> you just said you'd buy a club. I said I'd do it if I won the lottery. So if you're like, well, if you buy it, I'll buy it. I'm like, either you're going to win the lottery, too, or something. Okay. I'll not convert my warehouse over. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. No there Perfect. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, all right. So, um, have you been doing any personal hobbying uh, outside of like all that, all the amazing stuff you've been doing for your store? Has there been any time for Kevin's hobby? Your, your Blood Bowl team, right? Yeah. Well, my Blood Bowl team. Yeah, I got, I've got that, but not a lot uh, of model stuff. So I've been working on uh, getting up and running a new role playing game. So it's the Marvel Multiverse. Uh, uh, D, uh, D6. It's a fantastic system. It's very, very uh, miniature game oriented. You could play this tactically on the table uh, and just set up scenarios for people. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting that. I'm going to do some demos of that in the near future. I'm a, I'm a big Marvel fan anyway. I love comic books in general. Like I love DC comics and everything too. Oh yeah. But uh, th- this thing here is this is the first system that I really feel that it's cinematic. It feels really good. So mm-hmm. those people are aware of people like Atomic Mass's game, uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. It has a, a good feel like that, but where sometimes uh, people coming in from not a gaming background will say, well, I've seen them in the comics do whatever move or whatever power, and they have to limit them on the cards, obviously, just for the sake of balance. Mm-hmm. This game here it just really works well where you have these sets to make them feel like the the hero or the villain, and it ha- really interactive. Like you have them being able to fly back thirty inches on the table from a knockback thing with a great success, and they go through buildings and walls. Oh, it's, nice! It's it's, it's 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 really neat. So I'm painting some of those guys up and getting that ready for that as well. Uh, but that's basically what it is. It's, it's been a busy time for me. Like we're setting up our. Uh, Pokemon now at the store, so I've been working on getting our single setup for that. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it, it's it's just been a busy time right here. So I, I cherish any moment I have to play a game or or to get a paintbrush on a model. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Into comic, back into comic books too, and uh, yeah, it's quite the endeavor. It's pretty fun. Oh yeah. Yeah, are you a comic book collector as well, or just? I was a huge collector as a kid, so uh, I'm I'm trying to avoid that. (laughs) Uh, So I'll buy the omnibuses. I really enjoy having the books on the shelf. Yeah, Uh, it's it's much more uh, controllable for me. I got you. You Uh, Still have your collection? uh, I have parts of my collection still. Yeah, yeah. Have your like all your your keys, as they say. You have all those probably. 100%. Hundred percent. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm really trying to downsize my collection of stuff. Like I've I've had like a couple of the, the rooms in the garage full of stuff that I've just been uh, amassing over the yeah. years. And um, this year, and then I'm planning on tearing out down the garage in the house and, and rebuilding on, on the property. Mm-hmm. So I need to uh, get rid of a bunch of my stuff, and okay. I, I, I I I hate that. Yep. Uh, yeah, I've, so. I've been. Uh... Yeah, no, space is always an issue when you're a a comic book collector, you know. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Harrison's yeah. got box his boxes mm-hmm. are just uh, they're those they're they're growing exponentially down yeah. here. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've been um going through my collection and I've been using an app to put them all in there and see what I've got and you know, going back through I mean, I've got comic books back from the early 80s, you know, 90s, all this stuff. So 
yeah, it's kind of fun to see what's what I what's still in there. You know what I mean? And so, oh, what's yeah. your main series that you followed or main hero? So, um, so I have a, a, a pretty extensive, uh, amazing Spider-Man collection. Nice, going back to you know, like I don't know, like issues, like, issues like like one seventy-five and up from volume one. Uh, yeah. You know, so I don't have I don't have everything, but so I'm you know I took a a big break, so I've been collecting all those, uh, you know, from like volumes three and four. My collection's pretty uh, sparse in that area, so I've been working on those. But uh, the latest two, I've been I've been getting everything since a couple since a couple of years ago. So, and then uh, our local comic book shop, they do like once a year, they do like a half price sale. Mm-hmm. On like back issues, so yeah, you go in. Just- you got to pay attention <laughs> over it. You got to sign up for the emails and stuff from Jay's comics. Oh, which yeah. I know it's over by me here. Okay, that's where yeah. Harrison and I go, and he mm-hmm. does like holiday sales where he does. He's got sure. the back bins for a buck, and he's got thirty, forty mm-hmm. percent off on things. Like you yeah. should definitely come check it out because he's got a lot of stuff, and it's pretty cool yeah, over for there. Sure. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I've, I've been. Yeah, I need to branch out a little bit and uh, go to some other stores and see what they got, but. uh I've only been really back into it for about maybe like really back into it for like maybe six months, but I've been collecting, you know, just the one title for several years. So I do have everything for it. Right. right. But I've been going back in and like, yeah, it's like, now it's like, you know, when you hear like the new stuff comes out, it's like, how many variant covers do I want to collect of this issue? You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, it's a slippery slope and I've been avoiding that mostly. Here's been my favorite yeah. new read. Right here. Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong. Okay, cool. It's (laughs) Justice League stopping Kaiju. It's wonderful. That sounds legit. legit. That's excellent. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been uh, getting back into the Energon universe. Oh, yeah? Which is is this new thing they've been putting out. So it's like Transformers. uh, It's G.I. Joe. That's Duke. Transformers, Duke, and Cobra Commander is the three titles they have right now. And it's sort of an interconnected like universe. And, uh, man, just look back at the eighties when we just had kids shows about this is the American team fighting straight up terrorists. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So it's been pretty cool for nostalgia. So I went and dug through all my old issues and I found my, I don't know. I have like GI Joe, like the original series. Like I have like one through seventy-five, one through fifty, something like that. I sold mine like fifteen years Mm. ago and made a pretty penny. But I had, I had Joe one to Joe fifty. I had Transformers one to like fifty. Yeah, Uh, I had the Snake Eyes issue. Yeah, I have that, which is issue twenty-one. That's like the. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I I wound up selling a lot of that because that's what I do. I just make room. Yeah, mine's not in super good shape because I mean I was. 12 when I bought that or whatever. See, you weren't a dedicated comic book collector then. I'm calling oh. you out. I was in eighth grade. In seventh grade, I mowed lawns yeah. all summer to buy a dehumidifier, which I stuck okay. in my closet with my comic books so yeah. that in the summer, I had the dehumidifier running in my closet, keeping my good. comics nice. That's pretty good. No, yeah, that's I, that's I, pretty awesome. And when the Watchmen yeah, movie dropped and I had 15 copies of number one, because at high oh, school yeah. I always said, I'm going to buy these and sell them one day. And when the yeah. movie dropped, I sold each of those number ones on eBay for like 60 bucks a pop because there was no rusty nail, no rusty uh, 
uh, uh, staple. No rusty staple. staples, yeah. nothing going. Because I kept my comic. Because I was I was a maniac. That's what you know. Hey, sometimes OCD isn't necessarily <laughs> a bad thing. Now, if you're no. a comic book collector, that's a good thing. Because oh, exactly, boy. yeah, no yeah, kidding, my, eh? My, yeah, my GI Joe. My, that's those were well loved. I must. I probably read those fifty, a hundred times each. You know what I mean? Like, oh so, yeah. So that one's pretty. That one, those are pretty beat up. But I, you know, I bagged and boarded them, and they, you know, they're all good right now. So yeah. You know, I, I, I still have not ever sent anything, anything off to the CGC. I've never, I have not got into that yet. I don't know if I ever will. You know, there, there's a, there is a back order on that gig. There's a lot of people yeah. sending it in. Yeah. If you send it in, they'll have it a while, and then it's, yeah. I mean, it's locked and great, good. I mean, if if it's really yeah. high quality, it's great. But yeah. I mean, I have like, you know, I have Spider-Man, you know, 300. I've got all that <sighs> stuff. You know, so, I mean, mm-hmm. I've got like the Todd McFarlane, like, you know, Batman issue. I've got, I don't even know why I was looking through it. I'm just like, why do I have this? But, I mean, I didn't collect Batman, you know, but I do have that. I have actually have two. I have no clue. I have no memory of collecting it. <laughs> but, you know, like 20-year-old me or 18-year-old me was doing me a solid, I guess, you know. I've been enjoying yeah. getting, like, going and just getting some of the hardback or softback, just the compilations. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because yeah. I've got the old, you know, the Watchmen Companion, mm-hmm. you know, and I've got the Ultimate Watchmen, and I've got Doomsday Clock, and I like to buy them sure. in the single... Yeah. Like I have all the issues, but I like yeah, to sure. buy the singles just so something to read. Uh, right. I, hold on. Oh, I'm yeah, but I'm stuff. on, on like the CLZ like collectors like Facebook group and stuff, and like oh nice, I got no, I got nothing on some of those. Oh bros no, no, no. Like, oh boy, I like I did pick like something up at the last. It's insane the stuff that people do and buy and collect. Oh yeah, just like. Like some guy like put it there, like because there's a lot of flexing on there. You know, people show mm-hmm. up their collections. It's like, oh, I have my, I have like every, like every release of Killing Joke. Here they are, and he's got like all like twenty seven different versions of Killing Joke. Like I've got, have, I've got my copy of Killing Joke. I have one. Yeah, I have, I have one. I have one. I have the green one, the first one. Is that good? You know, I mean, I don't have all fifteen of them or whatever the heck. Like good. Lord. So last yeah. time, last time the comic shop had a sale. I went in there and they they do some like on the big the big books like the fancy ones. Sometimes they do like half right. off. Mm-hmm. I haven't read any of these since like after I finished like freshman year of college. Yeah. But they have this deluxe edition seven hundred page of uh, Kentaro Miura's Berserk. Oh, okay, that's, that's cool. a classic. Yeah. <laughs> And I love like, those. Those are great, though. You can sit in, the, in your big, comfy chair and read them. Yeah. yeah. Whereas comic books, you're, you're going through, you have to put them back in the baggie and that sort of yeah. thing. So, uh, again, that's awesome. But I, I'm trying to avoid that obsessive yeah. compulsive collecting of the issues and yeah, just yeah. buy the books right now. Sure. Yeah. yeah there's. I have, the, I have the Marvel Unlimited app, too. Yes. So that's, great so that's app, like, isn't it? I think it's 100 bucks a year, whatever. Exactly. And they're yeah. always adding stuff to it, and they send you a bunch of free stuff. And that, that's, that's a good deal if you read comic books like i do so yeah all right so So i guess we've covered other (laughs) (laughs) um chris what have you been building in hobbying so i have been working on my blood angels army okay yeah last episode you were starting them still working on it so i put together i found i've been going into the the uh the boxes and finding all a lot of old stuff so i found my my chaplain, he's my old metal Terminator chaplain. Oh, yeah. Nice. 
this guy's thing. I think it's Bruce said 1992. So, All right. Uh, now, this guy, to, to describe him to the people at home, this is one of the old metal models, and he's basically got a metal back pole sticking out with the crossbar. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And I just want to, can we talk about this for a second? I'm going to make a banner for The him. old models all looked like that. They were all holding up like those metal ones, all like most, unless you were a battle standard bearer with the big metal, because they were metal and those flags would be thick. And mm-hmm. so unless, unless you wanted to make a banner, they were just carrying yeah. around banner poles. And you know what? Right. I was like, I am not. And I'm going to say this. One of my favorite things about their new technology and the, and the way that Games Workshop makes stuff now is yeah. everybody's got a flag on their flag. <laughs> like, Yeah. Because yeah. making those yeah. banners on your own, they just never worked. You're trying to make them out well, of paper like, and stuff and well, fold them over. There was, like, like directions in White Dwarf how to make them. And like I remember, because it's it's like yeah, but there's also those painting things where it's like here this this this, and then it's like on stage three, and then suddenly it jumps to stage twenty, and they're like, well, and it's like get out of here. Well, I remember, I remember (laughs) like the old issues of White Dwarf. One of their directions was like, so go to your grocery store and buy yourself this type of like it was like tomato. Was it yogurt? Oh, tomato sauce. No, tomato sauce. And it was in England. It's something you buy in England, like a special little can of tomato sauce, and the can that had the tomato sauce in it. it had like the lid or the or the actual can itself was made of a certain material and it was like super bendy and flexible and mm-hmm. they like buy this and use this to make your banners i'm like oh my god okay because we don't have i knew guys here. who cut aluminum cans <laughs> yeah and i knew i remember listening to i think it was wayne kemp he would buy certain uh like the yogurts with the metal tops yeah the, and you could take that and peel it and it's super thin Mm-hmm, like the Yo Play yogurts. Yeah, and you yeah. can cut those, and they're very lightweight. They're super flexible, so it's not going to yep. mess up on you. And if once you get them painted, you can just glue them on. Yeah. Right. Uh, ain't got time for that. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. So I took a little shortcut with mine. So I just I kinda like shortcuts. Like, so I like I would just find banners like Blood Angels banners online, and yeah, I would yeah. shrink them like shrink them like way down, and then print and them just, out. And just print them out, and then just cut them out, and then just glue them to the banners. It looks fine, you know yeah. what I mean. It's good. But I gotta yeah. say, I like that they give the. I mean, I know they're already pre-printed with the picture on it, and all you gotta do is paint it in. And some people want to paint yeah. their own banners, but those are the people who will make their own banners anyway and clip those off. I just like that there's something on it, you know. Yeah, yeah. But these, oh, old, yeah. these old these old models, you got to put something on there. So that's fun. Yeah. I've been doing that, painting a lot of, and then I've been painting some of the new stuff. So I'm working on a squad of Infernus Marines from the Leviathan set right now. But, nice. Yeah. Is that is that all that you've been uh, doing? Uh, that I'm in the I'm in like a a Sigmar uh, league. You're in uh, that grow local. league with the uh, with the uh, broken no, ranks, this right? Is like a, this is a, it's not a grow league. It's like a two thousand point like get ready for a Decepticon league. Oh, that's right. Okay, so, okay, okay. Yeah, so I've been playing in that. I've been playing my Night Haunt. And, uh, so what's your list right now? So my list right now is... So it's uh, six characters. Of course. And, uh, of course. Well, Night Haunt, you kind of need... No, I'm saying character. Night Haunt, you got to have like... Everything is synergistic with the different heroes. You've yeah. got to have a bunch yeah. of them. Yeah, They're so my general cheap, is... So. Uh, yeah, right. The Lord Executioner, he's my general. Uh, I've got Kurdos in there. I got a spirit torment. I've got uh, two guardians of souls. 
Yeah. And a cruel Geist Cruciator. Yeah. And then I got then I got a big unit of Blade Geist Revenants, so twenty. <laughs> I got a big unit. I got <laughs> ten Grimgas ten Grimgas Reapers, uh unit of nine spirit hosts, and two units of uh four nine spirit Mer- hosts. Yeah, man. Mermorn There's Banshees. your anvil. Exactly. Yep. And then every all my items are like just things that like cause debuffs. So the Lord Executioner's got like the pendant or, or he's got the cloak. And then I've got the pendant of Fell Wind on the Cruciator. So anytime you kind of get close to these guys, you're minus one attack, you're minus one to wound, you're minus one damage, or all this stuff. So that's the idea is you just kinda like maybe you take a charge with from something and just basically just sit ghosts on objectives and dare people to kill you. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's as good as I can think of to make night hunt work. Cause they, they can kill stuff like Kurdos can kill stuff, but you've got to get him in the right spot and make him hit at the right time. Cause if you let him get pounded, he's just going to go down. Cause he's not, he's not, he's, he's pretty tough. But he's not that tough. Um, the executioner, same thing. If you let, you know, people swap okay, them and that's swarm. The, but that's the whole thing with that army is yeah. even your toughest. I don't think you've got a. Do you have anything that's not the black coach that has more than like seven wounds? Is there anything in our li- in the night haunt? I don't think so. I don't think so. And because no, black, that's black the coach, problem is they've they've got a decent save, but yeah, if you can get past it, if you can do something, uh, you know, they've got their death save on top of it. But yeah, yeah, black coach on. has twelve wounds. Black coach has twelve wounds. Yeah. We've gotten a gap. Well, I, he doesn't count. All right. Oh, right. seven for Alinder, seven for Kurdos, yeah. seven for Alrak, Rikenor, seven, Scriptor Mortis yeah. is six, Knight of Shrouds, five, yeah. Shrouds on a beast, six, six is f- yeah, that's it. The yep. highest thing you've got that's not the black coach or Nagash mm-hmm. is seven. Yeah. Seven with a four up. Uh, well, Lady Lander is a, a four up armor, four up ward. So she's pretty tanky. Yeah, I mean, especially because they're all they're all ethereal. So a four up, but she's still only seven wounds, and she's and it's not like she's a beast. She's good if you know how to use her. Yeah, Lady Linder is tricky. I played against a guy who was really using her well and playing her in ways I'd never thought to do it. Like she's just like teleporting all over the battlefield with her spell. Yeah. Like you know, because you can bring that new spell. I think it's called a spectral tether. So it's a four plus to cast, and she's a she can cast several spells. So you just basically just she can drop cast her in. two, unbind two. Yeah. Yeah. He was teleporting her all over the battlefield and like lifting the veil and just being a nuisance. Lifting the veil was, is great. Oh, if yeah. you get decent rolls, but yeah, yeah, you got to know how to use her. That's the thing. A, a lot of it's it's yeah. she is tricky to use, and at a at I mean, there's a lot yeah, well, of heroes that are I mean, that are five wounds, like, but it's like she like she's just one double turn away from just getting because you put her somewhere, then your opponent goes, and you get double turned, and then she just gets swarmed, or she's a, a dispel away from not getting away. Like oh, I'm going to cast spectral tether. I rolled you can, an eight. Great. I just rolled boxcars and dispelled you. Uh-oh. <laughs> you can say that about a lot of characters. Oh, yeah. But I think yeah, the problem with her is that most armies, 
They've got a lot of these five and six wound heroes. They got some seven wound heroes, but they've got somebody who's at like ten. Something's on a beast. Something's on a monster. They've got somebody who's got a lot of wounds. Yeah, the black coach is not. I mean, the black coach. Black coach is cool, and it, and, and it, I've played with it, and I like using yeah. it. It takes uh, up a lot yeah. of real estate. It can if yeah. you can get in there and run into a, a like one of these lone characters. Oh, yeah, you can take them out. Um, Two, it's two hundred and seventy points. It's the most expensive thing in the army. I, isn't, La- isn't Lady Olinder more than that? Lady Olinder is two seventy as well. See, so but the black coach gives black coach unlocks a battle tactic for you. Yeah, I mean, and it's Which cool, super easy to do. Yeah, I mean, it's because, I always yeah. I always want to put one in my list. Yeah, okay, I because I have, I, have, I have the old vampire with the old old ones. So that one is tiny. I have the big one. Away with using it. No, it's because it's nowhere near the right size anymore. But I <laughs> love using it. But I don't think it's a thing that I mean. It's like a story piece. I like having it in there, and sometimes it crashes into a guy and kills a character, and it can win you the game. But it also, mm-hmm. because of its size, sometimes if it doesn't get, if it's in the wrong place, they just surround it and just smash it yeah. and get rid of it. So it's yeah, not a I, thing I, that's I, necessarily I, always going to win you a game. And that's yeah. the, so my point. With Lady Olinder, yeah, I and, think Lady Olinder trap in the army. Yeah, she's awesome. But if you make, if he's just something like a mistake happens, or you just roll bad, like get a bad dis. She's just gonna get toasted. And and I'm not. I mean, I'm not complaining. The whole army is like a. a you know, it, it, the mm-hmm. whole army's ethereal. Mm-hmm. The whole army's got a four or five up, uh, and then a six up after that. No matter yeah, what. You, yeah. But they are for all of that. They're super fragile. I mean, because yeah. you've got these characters who don't have. I mean, when you can when you have things that can do d six wounds. And my yeah. best character has seven. Mm-hmm. F off! Like yeah. seriously, you gotta, like, be, you gotta be really careful when you commit your characters. Like the last game I played, I was playing against uh, my friends OCR Bone Reapers in the league, and he was just he 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 let me go first in our in the game, and uh, it was a uh, I can't remember the one. It's the one with like like four. That's like. I think there's five objectives, and you can actually start this one in combat in the middle of the battlefield. There's like no rules for being nine inches away. And oh he yeah, just, yeah. He just he just wanted me. He, he let me go first. I was like, okay, what do you want? And then he just I, so I moved up, took the objective, and then he ran into me, and he was he just he was just wanting me. What it was one unit? He was he was wanting me to like put Kurdos out there. I'm like. Nope. <laughs> I'm, just gonna sit, I'm literally just going to sit here and wait for you to do something because I have three objectives. You have two. You have to come to me and get me off of this thing. And he's just like, well, that trap didn't work. I'm like, no, I'm not going to just like, I almost did it too. I almost threw Kurdos over there and he was just waiting for me to do it. And he was going to go crush him with like, you know, the Morgast archive and all this. Stuff. I was like, no, oh, I'm just going to sit here. All my characters are going to sit behind my screens. I'm just going to wait. You know, and that were you know he eventually had to come to me, and he like he like he hit really hard, but then I got really lucky on like my recursions and like I lost like half the bladegeist unit, and by the end of the game I had them all back. It was awesome. It was super cool. Yeah, and I was like chasing down like you know like the just basically chasing down the Cavalos Death Riders because those things are amazing. They're so good in that army, and the Gash brings them back, and it's a pain, and yeah. 
But no, it's yeah. So I, I I'm getting used to playing the army, and um, I don't know. I think it's it's working for me right now. I've been I've been getting some some good results with them because I think people like they a lot of times people just underestimate what Night Hunt can do as well. There's like there's they're they're tanky up to the point where you kill them all and basically you know what i mean it's just like here they are you get to them you start pounding them and they can last for like one or two turns before it just all just goes haywire and you just lose so in that moment where you're you're getting pounded on you've got to be able to counter attack and that's when you put your character just all in and you make that push with kurdos and the executioner and then you bring your characters up and then you do all the battle tactic shenanigans with the banshees and the craven throne guard and all this nonsense oh, I so in your league then do you have like is there a certain army that is being played a lot like right now everyone in their uncle uh are, are playing death so everyone's yeah. going after uh all the new the new characters and that especially uh mm-hmm. all all the ghouls and everything like that yeah there's there, in, the, in our league there's it's rad there, yeah in the league there's oh, like there's two there's ocr so- players there's at least there's at least a couple Soulblight Gravelord players, and I'm playing oh. Death, so it's like there's a lot of Death playing. I think Rotor's going to be playing uh, Flesh Eater Courts. He was okay, interested yeah. in that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah. new models are so neat. Like yeah, that Judge awesome. model is just wacky. Oh yeah. Oh. And the new Asheron model. And is can just you? Dope. Do people are just going to paint that up with that light pink with the contrast, and then just slap it with Blood for the Blood God thinned out all <laughs> over the top, so it's shiny and drippy and gross. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh. uh an intestines hat that's nasty exactly and, uh, the way. yeah so i've been playing in that league and then i actually got a couple of 40k games in too with the with the blood angels and they are just there's they're they're fun that's a fun game nice. I, that, I, I don't know if i can play it competitively but just to kind of throw down with your friends at like you know 1500 points is super fun yeah yeah throwing like i don't know what is the blood what is the i have a unit of 10 death company with you know chain swords and you know pistols, like they toss out like fifty strength seven attacks when they charge. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's stupid. It's huge bucket of dirt. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. Uh, and then you pile on like every special rule you can think of into it because they use a stratagem and they got the chaplain with, or you know they got a guy with them. It's just crazy. That that game is bonkers, but the. No, that's pretty much my hobby lately. So how about you, Dave? I have a bunch. But before we get to that, it's time to Mm -hmm. take a break and talk about the hobby club donation stuff. So if you will indulge me for a few moments. First, I want to say that we had 50 people who donated to, uh, to Wargaming Club, which is... Just absolutely heartwarming, and thank you all. Um, now, I don't have totals right now, and I don't have totals literally because, um, well, we're going to have to send out the thank yous, and part of that's covering that. So, um, And we have 50 things we're sending out, so I'm not certain how much it's going to be. Um, but I will have totals soon. I am, th- I am thinking. I, I, we're over fifteen. 
over fifteen hundred dollars, I think, which is going to last club for for quite some time, especially with people. That's are, great. People are also still, um, people are still like sending in stuff, like, "Hey, I've got these extra stuff." Uh, one of the one of the uh, one of the Discord listeners sent a like, I got a twenty five pound box of books uh, of of. Uh, Black Library books and oh wow stuff like that. Ooh. That's all at club, right? It's uh, it's it's club at and the kids like grab them and look at them and go through them and it's uh, it's pretty it's it's pretty nice. You know, people are still sending stuff and this is going to help if there's specific things you need. Like then, I can always go get them. We're gonna get some a couple of gaming mats, probably. Yeah, we're gonna get some actual folding table tables, so we're not makeshifting on top of desks. Sure. Um. And so that, you know, is that is really great. Now, yeah, I like the the cut the six foot. It's like the six foot table. And then you buy the little small short table to go next to it. That's how you get mm. enough depth. You put the two white tables together. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like the Walmart specials, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's, there's some nicer ones you can get too. I, you know, I got my concern. I got to get something that I can store in the amount of storage I have at work. Yeah. That's why I those can't are just nice. Keep taking them back and forth. Yeah. Cause they're foldable. They're lightweight. So yeah. Super cool. the white so, ones. um, just to recap on this, uh, I said everybody who sent in $10 was going to get a set of garage hammer objective markers and a uh, combat gauge. And Kevin, um, you are graciously going to make those and send those to me to send to people. Guys, you got to give us time. You got to give Kevin time to make these. We're going to get this all together. Like I'm not shipping anything tomorrow, just so everyone's clear. Um because at $10, you got a set of those. At $20, you got that set plus three of my models. At $50, you got that set plus three of my models plus seven more of my models from my death armies. And <laughs> I honestly did not think this through, I don't think. Um, <laughs> I just never imagined that this many... And, and some people donated in the big I was expecting a lot of people to throw in 20 bucks and get a few models. So when people will go 50 and it's like okay that's 10. Someone's like oh, I want a whole unit. So there's there's 100 and now that's 20. And I added it up and it um yeah, so I no longer have to worry about storing any of the zombies or the <laughs> ghouls I got that I used to use and I don't think I have I might not have any skeletons left either cuz it's like almost 400 models that are going out. Everybody donated nice. to charity, and so that's pretty cool. So they're getting that on top of the things. By the way, folks, if you're going to Adepticon, a few people have already contacted me. If you're going to Adepticon, uh, let me know. Because um, if Kevin, and I'm not trying to rush you, Kevin, but if I get those in the next month, um, or even if not, if you've got models and stuff, you know, it's easier. I could bring them to Adepticon. You know, I may still have to ship you the tokens if I don't have them by the end of March and that's not a big deal um, but if you want to just come get if you're coming to Adepticon and you want your stuff the other thank yous there that works okay 
Oh, we should be able to get uh, at least a batch of the tokens. Like, there's a lot of tokens and gauges to do. But if, if I do it in two separate shipments and that, you'll have you have. Oh, for sure, yeah, because I won't need more than a few for that. So that's uh, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I'll save that, and that means more of the money will go to to, uh, to the kids program. Are you coming to a Defcon, Kevin? Not this year. No, no. It, uh, I have a bunch of travel I have to do uh, with my other company. So mm-hmm. sure. Uh, yeah, it's just not working out this year. Bummer. Oh, Brad, is he coming? No, no. If I don't go, no one goes from the area sort of thing. <laughs> that's, that's the way. So I'm just, fingers are crossed that we get uh, our hotel set up this weekend for, for Gen Con. Okay. That, that's the thing that's uh, yes, the, anxiety, fact- the, the anxiety weekend. <laughs> so last, last year, I... I was supposed to, like, Kevin and I, we room together, and we both get our tickets, and then we both sit there and hammer away and see who can get the room first. Yep. You have to buy your badge by a certain date. Mm -hmm. I spaced on the date. Like, I knew I had to do it. I had to get the money. I was kind of waiting to get the money together. I spaced, and Kevin's like, are you set to go get the room? And I'm like... Oh, let me get my badge. And I look and I'm like, uh, no, I can't get a room. And Kevin, being the the kind, caring, and Canadian that he is, was like, Oh, that's <laughs> all right. Like I could see the steam coming out of his ears. He's like, No, don't worry about it. That's all right. And I'm like, Okay. But mm-hmm. I got my badge and Harrison got his badge. So we're we're gonna get on. And so we're I'm ready Sunday as well, Kevin. That, that is awesome. We, now, we'll when you, you got Harris's that, did you do that separate, we or did you have one code? I didn't code? know about that. We had one. We have one code. That's okay. Well, so. we'll give her a go. Like this is the thing that's about it. It's like everything sells out, and if in you don't minutes. have a time within, if you don't have your schedule in there uh, in the first twenty, maybe thirty minutes, if you're lucky, then you're getting nothing in the downtown core. So this is like major anxiety for me because I'm a planner. I always have everything organized when I go on trips or just the way I do things. And so I hate this weekend. It's just this Indianapolis. When is this? It's Indianapolis. That's right. When is this? Uh, Beginning of August this year. Okay. Yeah. For Gen Con. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Downtown Indianapolis is an interesting place. It is. Uh, (laughs) It's, it, it hasn't really recovered. So there, there's not a heck of a lot of choices out there for like food and, and other things at night. But right. we had a great time last year. And I'm looking right. forward to it this year. Uh, so yeah, and it looks I'll like be coming down. Yeah, and looks I, I'll be I look down forward to recording the the evening episodes because honestly, I have fun doing that. Like I know 100%. you get busy. Now I'm going to say this, folks. For you who don't know, Kevin, you meet Kevin, and he just looks like everybody's nice uncle, right? Like, uh, it's extremely polite. Without the candy, exactly, right. yeah. But, I mean, like, you know, extremely polite, nice guy, couldn't meet a nicer guy. And he gets to Gen Con, and he's like, he's got his little relaxed time. He's there in the room. He's listening to his little French tape. He's doing his little thing. He's learning his other language. And then he's like, okay. And I'm like, uh, you know, we have stuff. Harrison and I schedule some things at, like, nine ten in the morning. Then we have a little break for lunch. Then we do stuff till about dinner time, And then we leave it open. And it's like, what are you doing, Kevin? Well, I've got. And he starts rattling off. This guy leaves at like nine, 
comes back at five with a truck of stuff. He's like, look what I got. And then he's like, see ya. And then he's out. Then it, then he goes to Sweary Puppet Show. And then he's back. It's like 1030. And I'm like, holy crap. Even Harrison's like, I didn't realize Kevin was just a go all day and all night uh, p- kind of guy at these things. I'm like, he is. It's the crazy. only night I go. The only night I go out at night, though, is the Friday night for the late night puppet slam because everything is better with puppets. So the whole thing is, is I'll go and watch that, and it just cracks me up. I love that one. Um, but the other nights, that that's the only night that I have a hard time uh, with the, the the recording. The other nights that Kevin's we we got everything. Animal. Do not believe him. I am Kevin's not. A party. A party. I'm not a late night person whatsoever. I'm in, and right now I'm off my French. I'm doing Mandarin at the moment. Oh, nice. uh, so, uh, For those so of you who I'm, can't I'm, see the screen, Kevin is turning pink right now. He is, yeah. I'm, I'm embarrassing Kevin here. <laughs> but no, I, I'm someone that's like, like winding down yeah. into my process. Uh, pretty, I'm, I'm an early morning guy, not a late night guy. Uh, and it's just, yeah, but Gen Con is one of those things where, doesn't matter what type of person you are, it's 24-7. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can will, find things to do. And you and I, will, yeah. I'll be in touch with you tomorrow at some point, Kevin, just so we can synchronize what we're doing. Yeah. I haven't been to Gen Con since it left Milwaukee, so it's been a while. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. Last year, it actually sold out. Like, there were no tickets available. Wow. Uh, it was just nuts. I just remember they're like getting your ticket the first day of the convention was just a nightmare. You had to wait like four hours just to get your just to get your registration badge. Like, oh yeah, the line of sort of the will call. I'm yeah. not too bad because I go. I'm there a day earlier for the trade day. So they have the okay. educators and trade, okay. uh, and they have a special concierge for that. Yeah. Like for. When I first started going to Gen Con, I was a VIG, like which mm-hmm. stands for very important gamer. They yep, call yep. it. Uh, but it just got stupid price wise. It yeah. just never made any sense anymore. Yeah. And uh, that was good because then I could just go there. It was a separate room. Everything was set up. But yeah. with the trade day thing, it's just you go over to the Marriott Hotel and they have that for the hundred or so people that are part sure. of the trade event that on the place. Wednesday. Yeah, I paid to have my badge sent to my house for Adepticon this year. Right. <laughs> I yeah. waited in that line last year for Adepticon. I'm like, I don't want to do that again. Now, so, did you get I, an upgraded badge or you just have the regular no, I just got the, I just got the standard one. Yeah, I just that, got I the standard one too. I don't get oh, the upgraded okay. one just because I don't need 90% of the stuff that's in there. And it just feels wasteful to give it to me. So... I bring else. it back and give yeah. it away to people. That's what they yeah. use it for prizes and then just sure. give it away in raffles. Mm-hmm. See, but like I, last year was crazy. Like I literally thought I was going to have a heart attack with the amount of stuff they gave us last year. It was yeah. just stupid. How that, much? That, that Gen Con? That was Gen Con? Oh, no, you, that was Adepticon oh, last year. Adepticon. The Adepticon. So if you go for the, the upgrade bag. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, you you get way more. Than the cost yeah. of the upgrade, it's but it yeah. it's only Almost if you like that stuff. Here. Exactly. Yeah, it's just wasted on me. You know. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Every year we get that bag, and every year we go through it. And it's like, okay, here's the stuff we actually want. This is stuff we don't even anyone need this because yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not complaining. Hey, they're giving us free stuff. No. I'm not. I'm not looking to give horse in the mouth. I just Was don't need all that stuff. They, yeah. Was that last year they gave away Dominion or not Dominion? Uh, the AOS like starter box Was that last year or two. That years? was last year. That was last that year. Was the last year before year, that right? was the um, 
song of ice and fire was the one year the, they also gave out the star wars game the one year uh they gave out a a, a kill team star oh that's right box two kill years team ago star that's right yeah i mean those that's are 200 dollars right. boxes yeah last year was the age of six yeah i mean yeah. those are all those like they're two i think those are like all 210 220 and yeah, yeah and they're giving yep. them away it's bananas all right but so mm-hmm. listen uh remember when i said how uh on top of that stuff, there might be little extras. So between mm, the sponsors yeah. and the prize closet, because the prize closet exists, you know, there's things I get and they just kind of sit here. So I have right now, where'd they go? I don't have right now. I had oh just a moment ago seven. Oh, here they are. I had to turn all the way around. We're spinning in circles looking for stuff. Because I'm a weirdo. Okay. Let's see. What have I got here in my hands? I have a Night Haunt uh, Grimgast. Wait, do I have this? Is this Grimgast Reapers? Let me double check that. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. I got a box of Grimgast Reapers here in the prize closet, as well as... I'm sorry. I am having nothing but trouble today. This is the day I want it to go smooth, and, of course, it ain't. So um, I'm going to fix this later before I have a heart attack. So let me just put this aside here. There we go. What else? This is a uh, Maggotkin of Nurgle Rotbringer Sorcerer. This box is Soul Blight Gravelords Anasta Malkorian Vampire Lord. This is a box of D.O.K. Meliside. This is a box of Zangors. This is an Arcanaut Company and a box of Graveguard. Nice. All right. That's Good seven variety. different That's seven different things from the prize closet. All right. So I'm going to name off a few names now and a few names later. And if I name you, this is how this works. I, call, I get your name. You email garagehammer at live.com. Okay. Live.net? No, garagehammer at live.com. That's it my, is live.com. That's the email, Sorry. yes. Right. Garagehammer.net is our thing. Yeah, that's the other thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. But no, garagehammer at live.com. Uh, I'm going to call out the names, and then you just um, you email me in, and I'll take them in the order that I get them. You know, you email me, tell me which one you want. Go back, listen what they were. You know, tell me which one you want. As they come in the emails, I'm going to throw one in there for you. Okay? So what's this the email again? One more, one more time. Garagehammer at live.com. Okay. Okay. So these people email me, and uh, I'll get your address together, and I'll make sure you get this in your package. This is just an extra thank you. Who do we have here? How did you pick these people? Uh, completely randomized. We had 50 Very. people donated. And so everybody's got a fair shake because this ain't like a raffle. This is just everybody gets a fair shake. So yep. just numbered them. And just roll the dice. Yeah, roll the dice. I took a number randomizer because there's 50. Yeah. Yeah. And so how did I number them? In the order they came in. Perfect. And so I got these 50 and I numbered them and then these people got it. So the first person uh, is Kurt Stein. Kurt uh, message up, and you got one of those boxes. Uh, also, Christopher Russell, and wait, what was that? Christopher wait. Russell and 
Janet Wicks. That's it. There you go. Fantastic. That's Congratulations. three right there. So yeah, there you go. So that's that's those three right there. Uh, okay. Email me. There will be some more named later because that's I'm, I'm saving the fun. So there's four more Excellent. boxes, and um, I'm going to give some more stuff away. All right, my hobby. Uh, what did I do? First of all, I made a purchase. Um, oh, I went to Grognards, not mm-hmm. to get this, but I got Indeed. it. I did get a couple of. They had a box of tanks. For Legion Imperialis. So I grabbed a box of the Legion Imperialis tanks. I forget Mm -hmm. which ones. It doesn't matter. It's hard to get anything. They had a box of them. I bought them. But they got a new Shatterpoint box. And it's called Yubnub. Yep. We got all those. All five of those sets came out this past week. Yeah. Uh, Grognard's only got this one last week. So I want to get. Yeah. So it's. It's low gray, wicket, and then there's a C3PO R2D2 double base, and then two bases of Ewok trappers. And I know that they've got the Leia box as well with the yeah. Ewoks, and I'm just assuming that these two boxes, you could just have the both teams be Ewoks, and then they'll totally get Oh, that's yep. going to be so much fun. It's gonna, it's gonna yeah, that. and there's also the, the new Darth Vader set uh, with Stormtroopers, uh-huh. and the new Luke set came out. And then, who was the other one? There was another one that came out too. Uh, I think it was a Jedi type box. I can only uh, think of those up. four. That's the one. I don't, yeah, there's. I I can't think of the fifth. Yeah, there were five sets that came out uh, for for it this uh, this past Did week. You feel bad beating up Ewoks? I mean, come on. No, not a they're bad. vicious little creatures. Yeah, they're murder bears. They, uh, I'll yeah, fight with them exactly. or against them. I don't care. So here's. I had a hobby nightmare happen. I had to move my hobby tray into the into storage, into the prize closet because mm. I was cleaning, right? I was bringing st- other stuff into the prize closet and something fell out of my arms and landed on the thing and went, PAM! And I went, oh, no! And models kind of went everywhere and I picked oh. up all the models. And two models popped off their base and they're both Shatterpoint mm. and one was one of the Inquisitors and it just popped off the base. Like, I, okay, yeah. put them right back on and she's fine. Another one popped off the base, and it was the Padme Amidala team. Because I buy all the teams, I literally, and I'm going to buy the other four when they come to Grognards because I'm stupid. Because I just I love this game so much, I just want to have any option for whoever wants to play. We can play anything because I will play anything with this game. Mm-hmm. I can't find it. Oh no! This model popped off the base, and and I was like cleaning. I pulled stuff off the shelves. I pulled stuff around on the floor, figuring it's got to pop somewhere. I even went and took the cover because there's that gap where the pipe goes into the sump pump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I popped the cover off there and shined a light down there to make sure she didn't fall into that little hole. Like just ma- managed to pop through there and be in the water. I ch- I can't find it. Now it's not oh, like I was no. playing that squad because it's not my favorite squad, but you can't just buy that model. No. So which one are you missing? The one of Queen Amidala's handmaidens from the Queen Amidala oh, set. Okay. And I'm just like, you've yeah, got to yeah. be kidding me. Hmm. All right, but I have the finished. other set that came out is uh, Plo Koon. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And uh, looks like uh, what's her face? Uh, why can't I think of her name? I can't remember. It says it on the box. Um, but yeah. so oh, the Podme. Um, why am I having a? I finished building all of the Legion Imperialis starter set. It's done. Um, mm. 
I also built an additional Soka, sorry. So uh I built an additional yeah. uh infantry box for both Solar Auxilia and um Astartes. All mm-hmm. the infantry oh. stuff is painted. Mm. I just have to paint the tanks and then I traded on uh some of the Facebook groups, I traded some of my stuff that I'm not using for some of the knights and scouts and the small titans. So now when the new rules come out for straight titan play, we've got that too. Harrison's really excited. I've got almost I've got enough almost enough painted where we can play. Because you got to paint this stuff on the sprue a lot of it, like all the infantry yeah. stuff cuz it's so tiny. Yeah. But it's a great scale for that type of thing. It yeah. died up here because it's just not available. Like GW supply chain's been a little challenging mm-hmm. for the past decade. Uh, it's but beyond the whole, challenging. The, yeah. and it's been worse yeah. now. It, it, it's killed a lot of the games. Yeah. There's yeah. some painting videos online where uh, this one painter paints the models like they're regular, like 40K models. Yeah. She has, she has like these magnifying. Well, she doesn't actually use any magnification at all. But she has her camera up there, and she's like painting like details and highlights and on these little models. Crazy. <laughs> I've kind of found a rhythm in mine. Yeah, yeah. And I did. I, and I primed them black, and then brushed them down gray, brushed them down white, just like slab chop. Uh, mm-hmm. Picked my main color, hit that with the contrast, and then I went over with yep. the blacks and the silvers and stuff. And when it was all done, sure. I put a watered down known oil just to grab details. And that's more than enough for that, I think. And it because yeah. it's exhausting. At that scale, that great. Exactly. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. It's hard to see. I got the little magnifier. I'm sitting there, and and it, you know, and I kept looking at. It, I'm like, if I pick it up and come close, I can see it's a little sloppy. Yeah. I don't even care. Like nobody's right. judging my epic scale models on the table. They look pretty rad. Harrison's like, Dad, these look pretty good. I'm like, Cool. We're going with that. Uh, exactly. Uh, I'm going to figure out Blood Angels a little more, maybe add a color to some of the different unit shoulder pads just so I can tell them apart. Mm-hmm. But other than mm-hmm. that, like I've got this almost done. And with that one warm day we had a few days ago, I got all, because I bought the two big terrain sets that they were selling too, the double sets mm-hmm. of the ruins and the, and the buildings. Yeah. Built that. That's all built. That's all primed. So like I have been all over this stuff right now, trying to get all this done. Um, so we can play. So I've been doing a ton of, of hobbying. Um, I'm just really enjoying myself and my hobby time right now. I really am. You know, it's like every night I sit down and I got enough things where I can kind of pick as long as you just, it's like, well, just pick something and do it. I don't, I don't feel, I'm going to build, I don't feel like painting or, you know what? This needs to get painted. I'm going to sit down and paint this thing and get Mm -hmm. it done. Uh, in fact, tomorrow they're putting a new door in my front of my house tomorrow. So I have to just be here oh. and be on the main yeah. floor while they're working in case they need anything. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be 38 mm-hmm. tomorrow. So that's going to suck. <laughs> but, um, yeah. so I just told my wife, I'm like, I can't go anywhere or do anything. So I'm like, she's like, yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to just bring up my hobby thing and I'm just going to work up here. And she's like, that's fine. I'm going out. I don't want to be there while there's all that construction going on. I'm like, okay. So yeah, tomorrow's hobby it day. It won't take them that long. Those guys are, Amazing at that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming so. They're going to replace the whole thing, but I don't know. All I know is tomorrow I am hobbying for a good portion of the day, and that makes cool. me happy. That's awesome. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, I, are we done with the toolbox? Because it's been a long... I think so. Toolbox. Man, we're at an hour. We did like a 45-minute toolbox. We're well over an hour. What is wrong? Uh, 
Nice. Well, this is what happens. See, Kevin comes on, and suddenly we're talking a whole lot. Going to have a long episode now because of Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just a, a Gabby guy. What can I say? I painted an endless spell, too, just for Oh, fun. did you? Oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, that looks good. I painted the glade worm just for yeah. yeah. Oh, you want you want to you want to laugh? You know, I know how bad I am. This is how bad the prize closet gets because the prize closet is also part of the regular closet. I was going through the prize closet to grab these things, and I'm like, "What is this?" And I put it in the box and I look at it, and I'm like, "And it's got the the different. It's got like the it's the black box with the with the the different characters across the front, like the new like Citadel box, you know, the generic one." Mm. And yeah. at first, I thought it was the I thought it was the um, what's her name from the cartoon, but I'm like, no, Chris has that. And then I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, it's the endless spells for the uh, slaves to darkness. Like I forgot I had it. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Like, so I'm like, well, I'm not done with them anyway, I guess. But now I've got the endless spells finally because I had a special order them. So, well, those are pretty good. Yeah, they are pretty good. That's why I picked it up because you were like, yeah, you need those endless spells. I'm like, all right, I'll get them. Yeah. So, all right. We should just take a break. And when we come back, let's do this. Let's do the listener mailbag and see where it's at. And after that, we'll see how long we've been running and how much time we have for recapping the event. Because we're not going to sit here and give a play-by-play of our games. We played five games. They were super fun. Spoilers, we had a good time. We're going to talk about it a bit. But let's come back and do the the listener questions first. Sounds good. We'll be right back. Yep. There's always something happening at Crognards. That's right, friends. Crognard Games in Roselle, Illinois. The premier stop for your gaming needs in Northeast Illinois. If you're in the Chicagoland area, if you're in Southeast Wisconsin, if you're anywhere in the area, Crognards is the place for you. They've got board games. They've got card games. They've got all the models you could ever want for any of your miniature war games. They have so many lines of paints, I can't even keep track of it. They've expanded the store. They have a whole huge gaming area now. There is gaming every night. There is always something going on. I just can't tell you enough about Grognards. Why? Because they're awesome. Because they're fantastic. And because they are the best friendly local gaming store that I know of. So do yourself a favor. Come on down to Grognards in Roselle, Illinois. If you can't get down to Grognards, give them a call. They do mail order. They do shipping. You can get your stuff from them whether you live five minutes away or five hours away because Grognards delivers. They deliver the goods. They deliver the fun. They deliver everything. And that's because there is always something happening at Grognards. And we're back. Hello. You're back. Oh, okay. So, um, let's go to the listener questions. And here we go. Opening that up from the top. Okay. Um, first email is from Harry Sherwin and Harry writes a couple of questions. If you had to pick just one army to play for a year, what would it be? 
You guys got an answer? AOS, a- AOS Army? Um, I'm, I'm assuming that he's talking yeah. AOS. Yeah, so if I had to pick one area for a whole year, I think I would pick Stormcast. Really? Yeah. Really? Just you don't see them on the table that much anymore up here. Yeah, it's just because you can build that army in so many different ways. You can play Horde. You can play Monster Mash. You can play Elite. You can play... Alpha Strike, you can play Super, you can play Gunline, you can play Magic Line, you can do all casting, you can do you can do all kinds of stuff. So I definitely play that. Interesting. That's interesting, yeah. And the, and the range is so huge. I mean, you can do, and there's like 100 War Scrolls in that army or something that, crazy. That's too many War Scrolls in that army, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Oh, we did, and then like and then, they, and then like you know, their Vanquishers got a lot better. Just like the, they had that new FAQ that came out, let a lot of units fight in extra range on their weapons, which made my blade ghasts bite like so much better. And then, oh. then yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that. Mm. But uh, yeah, for me, Stormcast. What about you? What do you think, Dave? Kevin? Well, every year for Adepticon, I always change an army. So like, for 12 years, it's a new army each year anyway. I think I'd probably go with cities because I haven't painted up a cities army. And I think there'd be a lot of variety for painting. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I enjoy the way it goes into the lore and, and how it puts together. So I think mm-hmm. if I was to do one, uh, something new, because right now I'm, I'm, I'm doing chaosy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, cities, I'd say, because it gives cool. me that painting pleasure sort of idea for all the variety. Mm-hmm. Sons of Bama. What? Okay. I'm totally lying. You know I'm lying. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. No, what? No. Your oh, own reverse. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, I'm going with Oracle War Clans. Okay. You got enough variety in there. I can play. Yeah. I can play my whole Cruel Boys army. Mm-hmm. I can play Big Wah. I can yeah. play Iron Jaws. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think there's enough variety. Plus, Orcs are fun. Orcs is the best. Are. Orcs are fun. I can play that for a year and not and and actually play three different armies. Yeah, you know. And if you just said, "Well, you just got to pick one," well, I've got all this cruel boy stuff that I've been having a good time with, even though they're not great. So I'm I keep with that. I'm you know I'm happy with that. So, uh, what are you most excited about for AOS four? Uh, I I don't know. I'm excited to see where this story goes. To be honest with you, that's all yeah. I got because I yeah. Think- I mean, as far as rules changes, I, I'm not sure how much they're going to tweak it, honestly. I'd like to see better terrain rules. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see it mean a little more. But yeah. um, as far as gameplay goes, I mean, I'm pretty satisfied with the way the game is working right now. I mean, I see a lot of chatter. Like I said, this question gets asked a lot online. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are like, you know, down with the double turn. I'm like, no. That's never going away. And if you don't like the double turn, then you don't really like this game because it's an integral right. part of it. It's yeah, it's you need you need it to make it Age of Sigmar. If you don't have that, then it's not AOS. I mean, does it suck yeah. at times? Sure. But you know, yeah. lot, you know, stuff happens. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Well, you have to, well that's yeah. how war works though. It's it's that unpredictability that it puts yeah. to the game. Yeah, you gotta plan for it. Exactly. Um Exactly. Yeah. We're not yeah, playing chess. Yeah, for me, I think the most is the is the lore push. I think is going to be cool. 
Oh yeah, because where? Well, that I mean, you know, you had the whole um, malign portents, and then when you got addition two, you've got the whole story of the necroquake has happened. Okay, right. and so that's the new thing. Then in the third edition, you had was that with Marathi? Yeah, with Marathi and Teclas. Wasn't that what happened before third edition came out? Um, third edition was um, where we are now. Yeah, so but that wasn't was, that when Marathi went and they took over? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's um, you know all the broken realms. Yeah, broken realms. So now yeah. this one, you got the Dawnbringers Crusade, Dawnbringer. which now I'm starting to think I don't even I don't even know who's going to make it. Like after book four, I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, especially when they did that Cities of Sigmar book, and that Crusade didn't make it. <laughs> Well, they, that part of it. Yeah. yeah, I was like, whoa. And, you know, they only 10% of them make it. And it's like, woof, you know. So even one of them making it is defying the odds. <sighs> Whatever's yeah. going to happen here, this is going to be – this. If, if, if we get a new city, that's going to be a focal point, I think, of the next yeah. story. And if That'd we cool. don't get a city, then – there, not sure. There's got to be a bigger reason. I mean, it, yeah. I, I mean, I, I suppose Ashuran could be the focal point of the next thing. I mean, this could, this, you know, he's the new guy, and he's the. I mean, he's he's a Mortark. You know, when right. we got second, we got so we got uh, uh, Catacryls. No, we got the ghosts in second, and yeah, so we got home. Lady Olinder. You know, Lady Olinder. Yeah. So and then Catacryls as well. Right. And that so, was like the big. That was like the big thing. Yeah. And then so getting Ushorin in this one, I mean, that could be it. But mm-hmm. uh, that's I yeah exact. I I agree. I think I'm most excited for the to see what happens cool. with the lore. Now, do you think there'll be any new armies? Um. Yes. They've put one out. They've put out a new army with every edition, pretty much. I think they'll they? be a new one. They're going to put out. I think I I really think this might. I don't be the know time. if they're going to put a new one at. Like at the drop, yeah. But I think they're gonna put. A, I think this this is gonna be the. I think they're gonna put out the the new, uh, elf faction. I really think so. You think so? Everybody's think calling for the it. new elf faction. The new elf faction. That's like waiting it. for the fishmen at like this the, point. It's like the holy thing, which they ended up doing. Which ended up being the fish the elves. Deep yeah, yeah, deepkin. Well, we'll I see. I think it's got to be time. I mean. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Uh, uh, from Christopher Sinkowski. Now, it says Sinkowski, but if that is Polish, then I think that's Sinkowski, but I don't want to pronounce anybody's name for him. But it looks like Christopher Sinkowski, right, says he's been listener. He's a bit behind on the episodes. He's got one old world question and two AOS questions. Okay. From the old world, whether you get into it or not, what is one legacy model ranger kit that you would love to see them bring back? I want a new dragon, an elf dragon with Prince Emmerich on top of it. So that was the old one. The old one. Yeah, I want yeah. to see them redo the the big high elf dragon. It doesn't have to be Prince Emmerich because I don't think he's around. Oh no, but I think this is asking what legacy range or model. Oh. So one of the what of the old because the legacy it's the the renegade armies. Which ones of those would you like to see them bring back as an army and not just be a legacy? Oh, legacy model range. Yes. So from, 
Yeah, so that's okay, the yeah. ones that oh, yeah. aren't in the yeah. main ones, the ones that aren't going to be oh. in Warhammer tournaments. I know my answer to this. I knew my answer like oh, that. Who's asking like what models? No, what the is the one game? legacy model range or kit you would love to see them bring back? Legacy model range or kit. Um, go ahead. I'll, I'll what do you got, new. Kevin? Uh, I want to go back to the old school goblins and that sort of thing. Back when we had Grom the Paunch and that sort of thing, that, that sort of feel to it. Uh, the wackiness of like the goblin doom divers uh, and and that sort of funness. For I miss it. the doom diver. Yeah, it was just silly, uh-huh. and I enjoyed that silliness. Um, but that's not a leg- That's not, that's not going to be a legacy model range. Uh, re- they are doing the orcs. Well, and orcs goblin. and goblins isn't a legacy range. So the legacy no. range is just the ones they aren't doing now. And I don't yeah. have that in front of me, do I? Hold on. I see. I, I miss. I maybe we're thinking of this question differently. Yeah, I think we're thinking of it differently. Yeah, because right now the way they're putting out the models, like as 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 a store sort of thing, is right. you can't get anything into our friendly local gaming stores. You can. Mm-hmm. They eventually will put some of the things where it's print on demand through their website. Uh, the only thing that came out was we have, of course, the Tomb King and the Bretonians, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if they were going to redo a model from the old world, you know, the old model range. I would like to see like a new high elf plastic dragon because they have yeah. like the old ones. Mm. You know, like the dark elf dragon. They have that. But I'd like to see like you know, big, awesome, like you know, elf prince riding a dragon with like the For new sure. technology. They could do that. Would be sweet. I just like the, the, the getting back into the old war machines that we used to have. Mm-hmm, sure, like that was that was fun, and that had a lot of flavor and, and added a lot of color to the game. Yeah, so goblin seeing those humor. things come through. So be it like the goblins always stand out. Dwarves yeah. obviously stand up for what they had. Yeah, uh, goblin viewer, that thing was cool. Oh yeah, I have, I have, <laughs> that one. Was I have nuts. at least one. I may have two. Best. Malachi McKyson's Goblin Hewer. He's one of the yeah. best side characters to come into the Gotrek and Felix uh, stories. I love when McKyson showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to answer the actual question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And I'm going to, I'm. I think the answer is so obvious in this. If I'm going to bring back a legacy model range, the legacy model range that needs to come back and be sold uh, in the stores so that I can get them is the Chaos Dwarves. Mm. Okay. That's yeah. the one that I would say of all the stuff they've got, a lot of people have a lot of the other stuff. The Chaos Dwarf stuff is hard to collect and hard to get unless you're 3D printing stuff. Mm-hmm. And some of those old models are wonderful. And so if they're going to yeah. bring that how, back... How old are you going back for the Chaos Dwarves? I'm like going the to... Yeah, the or? Big Hats. Yeah, okay. Big hats with uh, the Taurus and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah. And the Lamasu and all that? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, that yeah. range That range was great. And you know what? If they do what they did with these things, when they went back and just cleaned them up a bit, you know, for the mm-hmm. the things, whatever they said they did. Yeah. Um, by the way, I also built the entire Bretonian box that Games Workshop was nice enough to send us. So, And mm-hmm. then I went and found some of the stuff Barnett has been storing at my house. And I haven't gone through everything yet, but he had like two or three dozen knights and I believe a banner bearer uh, or maybe it was a grail knight banner bearer um, with the big heavy metal banner, which is bananas. Um, And he had uh, dozens of archers. So he basically, he kind of, his stuff and the stuff that came in the box set, uh, he basically doubled the box set and then some. So it's like, I've got plenty here. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm all excited because I built that. Um, those sprues are practic. You look at those old sprues and they're practically empty. It's crazy how much space. Like yeah. the, the sprues got this long, thick thing coming out to one little piece, and there's just big gaps of everything around it. It's like you look at the sprues now, and they're using every. Oh, yeah. Different technology back then, though, right? Yeah, it was just bananas looking at those old models. But I uh, should unbox my Chaos Dwarf Army and take some pictures of it. You should, because they're awesome. And Mm -hmm. I liked even their list in there. And the Tamarcon stuff, you know, Burnett's got all them tanks and they're, they're, they're... uh, and he had the Hobgoblins and all that stuff. And I've got a bunch of Black Orcs, which I, I think could go in there. I have the White yep. Dwarf Presents Chaos Dwarves book around here somewhere. i got to find that. The two-page PDF thing or the... Oh, no, no, like the Army book. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, like the White Dwarf Presents. Because that Army was originally released in White Dwarf. Yeah, yeah. And, and then there was, there was a compilation book they did that collected all those issues of White Dwarf into like one book. I have it somewhere. Yeah. That was the one with the blue cover and that was a, was that around fifth edition? I'm I want to say fifth or six. It was like a red, it was like a red cover. I yeah. thought it was the, yeah, that's when the, the ones that the books uh, that, that had the funny, funky glue so that they would yeah. uh, break apart those books. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a battle report inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. And they had a hobby section for terrain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that somewhere. I got. I got to find it. <laughs> All right. There were a bunch of models in that book too that were never released, right? Remember that? Remember probably, the days when Games probably. Workshop had entire lists like Tyranids, who a big chunk yeah. of the of the units didn't have models. Yeah, yeah they didn't yeah. have models. Yeah, and then it, it took. <laughs> yeah. Hey, stop making models for our stuff. Well, you didn't make yeah. that model. Yeah, some of the, the original Tomb King book, too, we had some uh, models of the monsters that never actually made it to a model. Was there? There was the, uh, what's its face? Um, sorry, I don't have any of my books in front of me. Yeah. Uh, but there was, uh, yeah, uh, one of their, it wasn't, they had the bone giant, but then there was another specialized giant that they had okay. in that book. Interesting. Uh, I can't I remember what it. it was called. I believe it. Hmm. All right. So, uh, what's his other question here? So he says, for AOS, do you think fourth will see a move away from the realm of Gur as a focus? And if so, to what realm do you think we'll see focused on next? Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. How long have we been in Gur? <laughs> Well, we've been in Gur like well, okay. Well, we start and uh, see Gur and Gur has always been kind of big. Like, actually, was uh, first edition, second mm-hmm. edition, uh, it a lot in Shyish, didn't it? Was second edition Shyish or was it in Gur? No, it was in Gur, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. And this last edition was mostly in Gur. Gur's mm-hmm. an easy place. Gur's the easy place to stick it because it yeah. just it's yeah. it's it's a it's the whole land is just about aggression so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everyone is saying they want to see it in Ulgu right I don't think that's going to happen I, yeah I mean they have like zero, they have very little source material for it but maybe that's why uh, well they're... I mean if they're following the pattern it was actually Gur Gur so then it should be actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Uh, Because those are the easy ones to put it in. You you know, I mean, it could be Shyish. I wouldn't mind seeing it in Shyish since you've got Ushorin running around. Yeah, life would be cool too. Yeah. Right. The Jade Empire would be cool. I don't. The Jade Empire. The, oh, uh, life. The, oh, the realm of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gairan. Gairan, gets, Gairan gets a lot of attention, though, too, because there was a lot of Gairan in, in first edition, and there's a lot of Gairan happening yes. right now with the Dawnbreakers. Right. So maybe it's their turn. Right. A lot of the Black Library books were there. In the, you know, yeah, yeah. In the, in the first kind of go-round of, yeah. And obviously it can't be in Azir. No. And uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think they would put it in in. Amon. Yeah, I wouldn't think they would put it in. The, what is it? Hish. Hish. In Hish light. would be cool. Yeah, I don't think they would though. I just, I, it's like that thing where you can't have that kind of havoc running around in in Teclis's land. They they just wouldn't stand for it. Like mm-hmm. they've spent too much time trying to put themselves yeah. back to one with the land that I just don't I, see. It's difficult to move it there. I think yeah. you've got. I, I, I think you've and got a lot of these Akshi and Gairan are really the two I, I, where it's going to yeah. go. I think mm. so too. And this is also predicated on they're actually going to do a fourth edition, which we don't know yet. Well, I mean, if we they don't, don't we don't know. But this is, I mean, <laughs> if we're following the pattern, I'm just yes. following the pattern. Right, forty k came out this year or last year. Right, the last three times that's been it. Forty k next year, us next year off mm-hmm. with some other thing they do, mm-hmm. and then forty k, and then us, and mm-hmm. then some other thing they do. I mean, it seems like well, that's what big thing needs to be fixed though. I, like I, it's in yeah. a good place right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but if you don't gonna, release the new gym. editions, it gets stale. They're gonna there's there's gonna be tweaking. Is my guess? My guess. And I know nothing, right? Um, but my guess is, like you said, is going to be tweaking, and I'm hoping that there's sort of maybe a, a, a at least a streamlining of how we get this collection of uh, grand strategies and basic st- strategies and like battle tactics. Battle tactics. Yeah, I think that needs a cleanup. I agree with that. Yeah. And, uh, so close I mean, to how they did like 40k, so it's like the one page. Thing. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't yeah. mind. I kind of like the way 40k plays right now with the mm-hmm. uh, with the deck. The the the, the anything the where I have to buy deck. cards from GW, I'm vetoing. Hmm. You can't get them. I mean, they came. Well, yeah, yeah. You order 12 and you get two, and then you have to explain to people that put pre-orders in what to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and you can't get them at GW site either. Yeah, I mean, they came in the starter set, the Leviathan set. and Right, and if they come in those, then you have to buy the whole starter set. But if they're just selling cards, I mean, I don't know if you guys heard about the fiasco last weekend. <laughs> Excuse me, Legion's Imperialis. New mm-hmm. stuff was going on sale at 10 a.m. And yeah. because stuff sells out so quickly, everybody's sitting, hitting refresh on their computer at 10 a.m. F5, F5, F5. Uh, yeah. Apparently, somebody... At Games Workshop opened it up at ten minutes to ten. Oops! And at ten oh one, everything oh, was sold out. People had stuff picked out and in their carts at ten oh three and didn't get it. And that's 
that's kind of messed up, and it's why I don't buy the cards anymore. I don't try because you can't get mm-hmm. them, and I'm just if I have to have them, then you know what? And I hate to say things like this, but then I'm gonna find someone who has, or I'm gonna find the rules and make my own cards. Yeah, you just print them out. You're gonna make yeah. my own cards, you yeah. know, because I, I it's not worth. I, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of the cards that come in the army boxes anyway, because mm-hmm. they change the FAQ the rules. And yes, stuff exactly. Like that. They're obsolete so, rather quickly. That's the challenge. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that, so I don't even really want them. But for ones you need, that is like core rule things that they're trying to sell. Like that's what was happening. Yeah. Legion Imperials has a new book with some mm-hmm. battle stuff and rules to play straight up. Like basically, mm-hmm. uh, I believe this. I, if I if I read it correctly, basically, um, Adeptus Titanicus is now merged into this, and the rules to play mm-hmm. that are in there. So, like, if you want to play all, because right now only thirty percent of your army could be that, and mm-hmm. I think there's rules in there for playing the, just an all Titan battle. Yeah, and the, the book you can't. I mean, if Grognards gets one I'm, I'm getting one but if not i'm gonna have to wait but a lot of people were mad luckily i got so much backlog that if it's late it's late it don't matter to me yeah. you know it's just, just playing 40k a couple times i i just really like the way that the game plays with the with the, with the secondary fun. missions there with those decks it's mm-hmm. really fun you pull two missions you pull two cards those are your secondary objectives for that turn you try to complete them if you don't, if you can't, you can discard one for a command point. Um, you can spend a command point to get a new one. If you don't like the ones, you you can like discard it, then get a command point for the next mm-hmm. turn. Just the way that that works is super cool. I like it because it makes the games different. You know, you play a different primary mission, and then you have the secondary missions are kind of all the same. Every 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 army plays the same set of secondary objectives. There isn't a bunch of like in AOS, you've got your standard, like six battle tactics, but then each book has its own set of battle tactics. And some of them are just impossible. Like you just can't do them. So you end up doing the same battle tactics over and over and over and over again. And that's getting a little stale, you know, it's like, I don't know. I I, I would like to see something like that. I, I don't really disagree. Like something, you know, like I said, the game's got some rough edges. It's mm-hmm. is it is is it unplayable? Is it bad? No, I enjoy it. I like playing it. But there is a lot that happens in this game. Yeah. Right? Like Harrison is like, "What the hell?" He's like, "Really? This is less complicated than than 8th yeah. edition cuz it yeah. doesn't feel like it." Yeah, a lot of people are talking about that online and and a lot of the pushback to that is like you don't have to play with the general's handbook which is what makes it you know adds those layers of you know and then the other part is yes but if i want to play in groups and things like that and you're mm-hmm. trying to be part of the bigger community then you mm-hmm. kind of have to yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. frustrating it really is no, and I, I don't i don't i don't have an answer for it but mm-hmm. i i get it so yeah uh, let's see. Uh, oh, if uh, if someone is going to do a delusion army for flesh eater courts where everything appears resplendent, so if you basically did a Bretonian counts as or uh, yeah. or and cities of Sigmar and make them all yeah. counts as, yeah. which I think you'd have to honestly, I feel like you'd have to paint that cleverly and add a lot of blood to it and try to make it a little more obvious. Maybe rat, maybe 
bust up. See, it's supposed to be their delusion, resplendent. I'm just worried that you're using models from another existing range and mixing them all together, and yeah. it might be confusing what it is. Yeah, I don't know how you base I, I, it either. At the very least, they would have to be super bloodied up. Yeah, or, I don't know how you, you know, do the basing either. Right. You know, so. What would you use as delusion version of Ushorin? I don't know that you can. Only because, and this is based on what I saw on the book covers, the front back covers, Ushorin's delusion mm. is that of a, a a large, okay, large, muscular, handsome human, picturing like almost like a, a you know a, a Conan, but dressed in an Arthurian sort of yeah. outfit with the beautiful crown, right? Yeah, Ushorin now is monstrous huge like he's bigger than yeah. a primark like i mean you look at the size yeah, of his base yeah. and all the things around him yeah. Yeah. when he because even in the book when we were reading the stuff from the last Dawnbringers book remember when he got shot mm-hmm. uh, remember he came yeah. out and uh, in yeah. the delusion he looked like him he looked normal size and when the delusion goes away it's kind of like when the emperor appears like a normal sized person. I always say, like, well, how does that even work? Like, how do you not notice yeah. things way around him, just moving around him? But that's, that's part of yeah. the delusion, right? Yeah. So I don't know what model you could put on. I mean, that like... would represent his actual size. Because you need. My, here's the thing. I was I thinking Walton. I was. I can think of one that just came out in the 40k range. What would you do? You could do the Dark Angels Primark. You could do the lion. Mm-hmm. And the he lion would, would be awesome. He would be big enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You'd really have to work that armor over with a oh, file, yeah. and uh, it would yeah, be work. But be, you yeah. know what? You're right, because he's big enough mm-hmm. to represent the size of Ushorin now on the table, and you'd have to put him on Ushorin's base, but you could build yeah. that up. Yeah. yeah. Ah, see, Chris, you're more clever than I am. I was just thinking uh-huh. what would look... Because I was thinking, well, if it's human, it's going to be human size. And a human size model, like a Vulcan on that base, it's just like, well, that's yeah. dumb. Yeah. But no, you put the lion on it. Mm-hmm. Nice call. Yeah, that would be cool. I think that would look cool. Did you have anything in mind, Kevin, with that one? No, no. I think that's a great idea, though, using the lion for it. Uh, okay. Tony uh, Tony Kajawa uh, emailed, and he, has, he had a lot of not – N- not Warhammer questions. <laughs> okay. So these are uh, questions. Have you fine. played Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and Survivor? And do you have thoughts? I have seen it. It is cool. I don't play video games. Yeah, I I, 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 I used to play a lot. Play I, I I just don't. Yeah, no. I'm the same. Uh, I, I like them. I watch Harrison play all the time, and it's fun. My problem right. is, I I used to, I used to play a lot of video games we've all heard this story if you've been listening to the show you know that's how i got into warhammer my wife screaming at me that she's sick of me sitting in front of the television playing video games all day i needed to find a different hobby sometimes Um, you get what you ask for yeah i mean (laughs) like if if, like i've got that space marine game and i'm no good at it but the first person shooter you know space marine yeah that's yeah. fun to play. And Har- I, you know, Harrison's got a Steam account, and I use it with him. And I have, like, Blood Bowl on there and that type of stuff, like like more of the turn-based games. But yeah. I don't. I just, like, I, I'm not going to play. I don't have the time to devote to play through and finish one of these games. I'll watch Harrison do it. Yeah, sometimes I'll get into one, and I'll play it for a while, and then I kind of, like, you know, I just just what i'm into at the time you know so we play the vr so that's what we'll do if we're going to video games yeah. all of us have like oculuses 
Sure. So we'll we'll go and play that. And <laughs> uh, cool. there's some great dungeon crawls that you're immersive, that you're actually in the dungeon itself. Mm. Uh, it, they're just amazing. That'd be cool. Oh, it's it's so much fun. All right. So next one. I want to read about Nagash. What do you recommend as important or great stories? Uh, the trilogy that they wrote before the end times when they did the legends, the Warhammer yeah. legends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget what the three books were called, and I can't find them because a couple of a couple of my Warhammer books disappeared. It's about it's about Nagash, like before he becomes Nagash. It's like you know his origin story. Well, no, it's literally from Nagash as human to Nagash <laughs> as getting stabbed by the the rats. Uh, no, by uh, Alcadazar. Right, the Alcadazar, and then and the third one is the you know him coming yeah. back and making his way back, and and Sigmar having to send him. Yeah, send so him I, I also say the the final book of the Sigmar trilogy is also a good one. Is that Nagash. the one where Sigmar sends him packing? Yes, yes, because the Nagash trilogy ends when the when he gets taken mm-hmm. out with the knife, right. Yeah, so Nagash the Sorcerer, Nagash the Unbroken, and Nagash Immortal. There you yeah. go. That is, that's, as far as the trilogies goes, because everybody knows there's only one greatest series for Warhammer fantasy, and that's, <laughs> that's Gotrek and Felix. Okay. The first three books. Um, Troll Slayer, Giant Slayer, Dragon Slayer. No, I'm saying that whole series. I mean, that just keeps going into the into the new series now. In the in the yeah. in the Motorola is great, but, but, the, but the, Bill, the Bill King, Felix, and Gotrek books are the OG. They're great fantasy series. They no, they're yeah. fantastic. But uh, mm-hmm. I I do like the ones that came afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. But what I'm talking about, it just trilogies because they released a bunch of these trilogies. Because I think yeah. didn't Malice Darkblade get a trilogy? Yep. Sigmar got a trilogy. The the Sundering, the High Elves, the oh, Tale of the High so Elves good. got a trilogy. My favorite. Those are so good. My favorite out of all of these, I th- I think, is the Nagash trilogy because mm. all the other ones center around bigger things. This is him. And yeah. that first <laughs> book, when you get to see how he becomes a wizard and the 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 the, 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 the rotten just he's he's rotten as a human and it's just uh, like you're watching him i had to put some of that stuff down while i was reading it because this guy just sucks so much you're just like (laughs) it's wonderful this is ready to root for the bad guy because you know everything he's gonna do and you know where he's going and you're just like all right let's watch the ride and you know what you got to give the old boy credit he did it (laughs) and he did it all by himself because he trusts nobody. That's a mm-hmm. guy with determination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just basically said, I am going to become a god. He became a god just through his own initiative and his own cunning and his mm-hmm. own force of will. Yeah. That's bananas. You never hear how other people... Sigmar walked away from yeah. his tribe and then somehow god. Yeah. He's a god, right? Teclas yeah. and Tyrion get transformed in the end times. Gods. I get it. Transformed in the end times. Marathi yeah. almost pulled it off with a thing. Yeah. Almost. Split thing. God. Okay. Grimnir. Uh, we get to watch exactly how he does it, and it's amazing. It is my favorite of those trilogies. And mm-hmm. the Sundering's good, and the Sigmar one's good. 
The Tyrion and Teclas trilogy is legit awesome. Oh, uh, when they're getting their power and they're being attacked by the one Slaneshi demon constantly. Mm-hmm. In the, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Sword of Kalidor. Uh, I can't remember the other two. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the they're Sundering really, trilogy really, is heartbreaking. It's, it's so oh, good. Yeah. It's, that's one. Yeah, it's so good though. And then we All find right, out. Um, and then we find out. Uh, we found out that uh, Malarian was right. Not true. (laughs) Not true. Chris does not like (laughs) how the end times handled Uh finding out what the final solution with what was with Malekith. He did not like that heartbeat thing at all. No. All right. um, Let's see. Uh, Have I read any of... I have read some Tom King's Batman, the cat and the bat wedding stuff. I love all this stuff, but I like... Okay. Uh, it's Batman. Of course, yeah, I'll read it. With, yeah, I'm not familiar with these. Yeah. No. It's Batman. So, yes, yeah. yeah, I absolutely, I read it, and I love it. And I love it because it's Batman. And I'll be honest with you, I am not nearly as, uh, oh, craptacular. What did I just do? Uh-oh. Oh, um, I just somehow lost the email hold on let me see if i can open this again oh there it is okay (laughs) um yeah no um i am not as critical as i should be and it and it really doesn't help that harrison completely is an enabler in this situation because (laughs) well here's the thing his favorite is nightwing so we like we read all the batman stuff you know he's got a new series right now yeah and it's good yeah it is it is it is quite excellent so uh, yeah, but I am all about that stuff. So let's see what else is next. Um, with the success of Joy Toys 40K line, if they do AOS, what do you want to see done? I don't know because I've seen the Joy Toy boxes and stuff like at Gen Con at the Warhammer booth. And mm-hmm. I know they're sort of like the large scale models of yeah. Warhammer 40K stuff. I don't know. I'm kind of meh, I'm kind of meh on those. You know, they're cool, but I don't have room for any of that I, stuff. No, I did at one point. When I think I don't know if they were the McFarlane ones or what, but they sold. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got one of those Space Marines that's about that big. Okay. The Bandai. That was Bandai. The Bandai. I got one of those. Yeah. yeah. I dropped money for it, and I didn't realize it was going to come pre-painted. I was like, oh, good. I don't have to paint it when it showed up because yeah, I, I, I thought it was a project. Paint. I didn't realize it was a finished model. So Yeah, they had painted ones and non-painted ones. Yeah, you had, you had both options. Oh, I must have made a mistake because I thought I was going to get to paint this thing, and it showed up finished. I'm like, well, this is even better because I don't have time for this. I was. I, I think they would. I'd like to see Neve Black Talon done as one of those. That could she be cool. Be awesome. She'd be super cool as one of these. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. I'm trying to think. Like, hmm. Hamilcar, be cool. Yeah. Hamilcar, Bear Eater, is that his name? That guy's awesome. I wouldn't mind seeing... Like, I, I have dumb ones that I would like to see. Like, I think Lady Olinder would look cool as a large model. That would be cool. Yeah. With, the, with all the, with the, the way that yeah. the, the, the yeah. veil looks and stuff, I think she yeah. would be really cool as a yeah. big model. Yeah. More so than maybe some of these other... Eltherion with the ghost armor. The ghost mm-hmm. armor would be rad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I don't think those joy toy things are posable, right? They're just basically showpiece toys, right? I'm not sure. I, I guess I didn't. I've never seen one open. I just seen the boxes. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I right. would like I said. I was thinking. Um, 
that she would be great. What do you, you got mm-hmm. any Kevin that you'd like to see? Uh, not really, because like I said, I try to stick away from going to collect anything uh, that's not the same size as my terrain. So it's not really my <laughs> cup of tea. I used I'm not really into my action figures anymore. Uh, uh, we have the nice display cases because we have all we have a lot of the NECA stuff, the Jasons and the Michael Myers, and I had a space yeah. in there, and I've got a Batman. Um, so and I love those type of things, but now I'm trying to collect them in that 28 to 32 millimeter size, so that way I can actually play with them properly. See, well, now that they're putting out those games, you got a Deadpool, yeah, exactly, exactly. As I, as I have Warhammer or uh, Warhammer, Marvel Unlimited, they send you a oh nice, they send you a guy every year. Nice. Yeah. So what else have we got here? Uh, okay, Kyle Smith, and thank you very much, uh, uh, Tony, and and and. Uh, uh, Christopher, for your questions. Let's go to another one here. What do we got here? Uh, with the Old World's Return, I've been looking at some old campaign supplements, and I found a copy of Mighty Empires with a tile set. Mm-hmm. My question is, what advice would you give for making it a campaign run smoothly? Also, are there any fun house rules used to make it even better? Okay, this is... Don't get... No, we can't get this started. But my, my we, main advice is keep it simple. We could do... Mm, a and whole show. Yeah, and let's let's do okay. At some point when we don't have something sent from Games Workshop, we'll do a whole segment on this. Mm-hmm. Because I ran it for three seasons, and yeah. mm-hmm. that the season I I, I I ran one as well. Yeah, the we season, run for, yeah we run them here at the store constantly. Mm-hmm. The season that we never got to run, I had added in stuff because the guys yeah. were all enjoying it but it was pretty much like everyone sort of figured out what to do you know yeah i gotta shake it up yeah and so i had some moving things that would affect how the game would go um mm-hmm. and i also brought in experience levels because i like to make it more like an rpg i have the sheets here somewhere i had when you won you could nominate some units from your army, depending on if it was a major victory or minor victory, you could nominate like one unit or D three yep. units. And then you rolled. And I had a chart that I made up with. I went through all the universal special rules, picked out the ones that you could use things that gave a plus one to this or a plus one to that roll a D 66, man. I had 36 options. Yeah. And so your units could get these things, and as they built up experience, they could trade it in for more bonuses. So as you're playing Mighty Empires, your actual army is growing. And the intention was to actually try to build up a league where you had multiple armies, where a turn might take a couple of rounds because people are moving in, and you've got, here's my main army, but I've got defensive armies around my other places. So if you want to come take this territory, I've got them stationed here. That's mm-hmm. the battle. But they're smaller armies, so it's a harder battle for me to keep them out, but it's a deterrent from just going around and just grabbing the stuff that might be, you know, grabbing the territory that might be a little less valuable, but there's no fight being put up. So I was actually trying to make it like more strategy as to not just, oh, this is where I am on the tile, but why am I here and why am I grabbing this? And that helped forge this narrative. So I... I and. I'm just scratching the surface on what we were doing. Like I was, I really got into making this very much an, an RPG version of. Yeah. uh, And that's the thing is, is you need to have a narrator. You can't, or else it's just a series of battles. Yep. Exactly. Uh, 
But that's the whole point is that you have to do it that way. You have to add those things. Like Brad will go and make up new artifacts and that can be uncovered. <laughs> there you go. So right yeah. now, folks, what we have is we have uh, a opposing session of who's pulling out which book the best at the moment for these type of games. I actually thought that was the same book Chris pulled out when I put it up in front of the camera. I realized yeah. it's not the same book. It's but not so, the same book. Yeah. I'm just but a yeah, big it, dumb dummy. It is a narrative, and if you don't play it as a narrative and when you try to do it, all you're doing is successful battles, which gets – it's grindy after a while, and momentum will just destroy your campaign. You have to have someone that's taking over the world and adding in those those different challenges. We had people – Keep it, in, it fresh. In our first season, people who were in last place found that they were finding, because of the way that the games the game worked – they were having trouble challenging the the people who were in the lead and exactly. moving up. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things we did was in the second season, one of our players got locked. Yeah. Um, the, the people who were playing went and won their battles and took the tiles around this player and landlocked him. So he was going to have to fight one of them just to get it. So where everyone else was just grabbing tiles in right. that initial you know grab, he couldn't yeah. even do that. He had nowhere to go. So we actually made rules where if you literally have nowhere to go, you could take the points instead of spending points to buy a tile. Yeah. You can get like basically a victory point. Think of it as as like Settlers of Catan. Yeah. You could buy a victory point. You're building infrastructure in your city. So your main city now becomes worth an extra point. Mm-hmm. And so that way, even if you were stuck, if you won battles and earned stuff, you still could grow somewhat until you managed to plow your way through this person's defenses. Like I said, whenever yeah. a big problem came up in the game that made it sort of unfair, there I was making the rules. I didn't even play. I just took everybody's battles and what they had, and I yep. ran the campaign as the guy, as like the, the, you know, I was like the head of the UN, and I was just running mm-hmm. all yep. the stuff and sending out at the end of every round what was happening between like I did a whole narrative I had so much fun just running it yeah and you have to think of it like an RPG more than a war game exactly and that's, thing. And that's that's the main thing about it. and to remember it's Age of Sigmar now so Mighty Empires the tiles are amazing we have mm-hmm. like the sets here that we use for uh, the description of what's going on but remember we're in Age of Sigmar now too so where do you put the realm gates to push those things through and that so you have that ability to pop in in different areas yeah yeah, no, uh, so there's a lot of opportunity there to really add in that that AOS flavor. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, you put realm gates around the map, and then if you take a territory that has a realm gate, then you can go yeah. to other realm gate areas. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, interesting. And don't have too many crazy rules because then it's bogged down. And keep it no, simple. no. Well, it, I mean, it, it can't, like I said, when we were playing, and I know yeah. people who are listening to what I'm saying are like, "Oh, that sounds horrible," but <laughs> the people I was playing with, they wanted that. they wanted yeah. like. We've already played it this way. Let's add something to it. And the thing to right. add to it, we said, was make it like an RPG. This because even if yep. you lost, you can nominate one for if you as long as you didn't get tabled. Yeah, you can nominate someone as yep. your cool veteran unit and get a little bonus. And so you can yep. earn points and trade them in for bonuses, and it became cool. And it, people got pissed, like. If you had a, like, there were units that got two or three bonuses, right? Like, you would just yeah. sit there and pile bonuses in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> people were gunning for your unit because this unit oh, was, yeah. this unit was wrecking games for people. 
And they got mad. So when people finally wiped that unit out so that it lost its stuff, Mm -hmm. like there was much rejoicing throughout the land. (laughs) It was just like the tyranny (laughs) of this unit was done. And that went into the narrative stuff. It's... It, that's, it turns into blood ball, basically. Yeah, that's exactly. how I like to play that game. I like to run mm-hmm. it and have it be. So is there ever, do we have an end in sight? Well, yeah, you get to so many points, but that's not right. that's not the that's not be the all and end all. Because this no. way, this way it can be fun for everyone. Because you can play spoilers, even if you're in the bottom end. You can bring stuff into the games that way. There's a lot of cool stuff you can do, so. Yeah, we don't allow, like for our leagues, we have these grow leagues and these narrative leagues. We don't allow named characters because we want you to tell a story of your hero. Yep, yep. Not, that's the whole thing too. Is And that way, if you lose in that, it's not just about losing, it's how did you lose. So yeah. we, we really encourage extra points, extra uh, experience or extra roles. Well, especially uh, when we, you we give that for people who write stories, so people do fictional narratives of their their characters, and they get they get bonuses in game for doing that extra work. Well, and especially when, it, as the regular rules for the game, if your general oh, yeah. gets killed, you have to roll on a chart to see how he comes back. Yeah, and sometimes he's just dead zo, and you got to write a new character up or a new yeah. pick a new hero. Um, but sometimes he just comes back with a wound, or sometimes he comes back fine. Uh, different oh. things can happen to them. So yep. it's like if you have a named character and that happens, that doesn't always work right, you know? No. So yeah, I see. Keep the named characters out. You're building, you're yeah. writing your own story here. We're making our own characters. Like they have like Path to Glory. You should be like combining Path to Glory with the Mighty Empire stuff. and Exactly. You know, that's probably yeah. even a simpler plan. because Yeah, because yeah. the Path to Glory has the building. So you yeah, don't have all, to make up my own cool stuff. No, no it's mm-hmm. all in there for you. You just combine it and then, yeah. Yeah, I kind of miss doing all of that stuff, though. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. Maybe because you guys like to play a lot, and I like to run things. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we could get broken ranks running a mighty empires, and I can have the map, and I could set it all up online. You guys get your games in, and I could run this thing. That'd Absolutely. be perfect. <laughs> yeah, because right now they pretty much just do every quarter is just a different five game tournament. Is basically yeah. how broken ranks hmm. works right now. Okay, so you know to maybe mix it up at Taking some point. Some and, notes here. Yeah. Change the, <laughs> the format a little bit. You, you know, know, the sad yeah. thing is I'm not – I just wrote taking some notes here and then wrote it because that's – Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, group, that group is so focused on tournament play that they – that's their sole focus of playing Age of Sigmar is to get ready Which for Which is totally tournament. cool too, that's yeah. That's totally it, cool, it, but then that it's, might it's not – so hobby. then maybe that's it's not something that they're going to want to do because playing – I don't know. All the, that stuff, yeah, but, but, there, but there's a lot more people in that group than are in the league, so – People are, you know. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, all right. So, thank you for thank. Okay, that was Tony's question. Yeah, and so one last one last resource for for Kyle is mm-hmm. look at the Soulbound RPG uh, oh, for yeah. different things you can add to characters and add to it as well. Uh, it's it's a great uh, series of books they have out there, and there's a lot of resources in those books to make people a little more special like different things you can give out on those tables like dave's talking about yeah uh my copy just got into grognards they called me yesterday and i ordered it like i ordered a long time ago because harrison said he was going to try to get it from his store and he's like oh we don't have it and uh so then i ordered from grognards i think back i mean it was 
not too long after Gen Con because we were going to buy it at Gen oh, yeah. Con. And I'm like, I don't want to lug books home. We'll just go buy it from Grognards. They yeah. got it. They got it yesterday. So I'm going to be able to go through that. Oh, wow. That it's one, such I, a, you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it immensely. And will I play the game? Probably not. Will I talk all about it on Garage Gamer? Probably because the what I saw at Gen Con, those books are really pretty rad, and they've got a lot of extra lore in there. That's like real legit. That's official Warhammer lore in there. It oh, is. Yeah. It's yeah. canon. What we could do is we could do a. Uh, uh, a soul bound session on Discord here for Garage Hammer. Oh. So we can easily play that online. Yeah, because it's an RPG. And I don't know that I want to run RPG. that. But uh, that I'll cool. twist. I'll, I'll get Brad. Brad runs ours. So I'll get Brad to do that Sweet. one. Sweet. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, yeah. Kyle. Because now I got an RPG to play. All right. Who's next? Jimmy Rowland. Jimmy says, what are your personal feelings on having painted models in your collection that weren't painted by you? I've picked up a lot of secondhand lots in the past and always yeah. feel like an imposter if I'm displaying or playing with someone else's hard work. It also makes me feel like they aren't my guys and I'm missing out on part of the hobby, even though I got great plastic back backlog that would take me years to clear out. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Man, I don't care if you play with somebody else's painted models. I mean, if you bring Thanks. it to a tournament and you're like, okay, uh, you know, you, if you feel guilty about it, you could tell... The painting judge, listen, these guys yeah. right here, this I didn't paint. I I, right. I don't know if you care. I'm just letting you know these models I bought this way. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with playing with other people's painted models. I don't care. I don't care if you so if you pay I don't care if you pay someone to paint your army and you put them in the thing and you get your painting score. What I do have a problem is winning best painted at a tournament with an That's, army that you yeah. bought. I'm not cool with that. Not cool at all. Agreed. Like you could like you you can get maximum painting score for your army for the tournament, fine. But I don't have a problem that, with like, that. If you want to buy, I mean, it's, it's the same thing with people who buy the best models and crank through armies and spend all the yeah. money on the best army and get it painted fast because they want to win. If you're gonna pay someone to paint your models, I couldn't care. Less. I don't uh, think. Like, I think if you didn't paint it, you should take your name out for best painted. Absolutely. Exactly. That, that's exactly. my only caveat for that. Yeah. You cannot win best painted with models you did not paint yourself. That's not cool. Yeah, you should. One of my yeah. favorite. Yeah, one of my favorite stories from Adepticon on that is I don't like doing conversions, and I and a lot mm. of the um, the matrixes they use for that is they do. conversions and points and that sort of thing. One year I was getting. Uh, so the judges were giving me high points on conversions because I was playing a Nurgle army that had just models from the old, uh, like the old metals moving yeah. forward. And yeah. they thought the old metals were conversions. And I had to <laughs> co correct them and say, well, thank you very much. I'm, I'm glad you like how they were painted, but those aren't conversions. Those are just different series of models. Just, they're just old metal dudes. Yeah. Then he, oh, <laughs> how old are they? And I, I told him when they were amazed. Oh, so that was like maybe before I was born. Yeah. And then I got disqualified for hitting a judge. But other than that, it, it was a good time. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, don't take credit for things. Mm -hmm. no, no worries. It's your hobby. I don't like putting models together, but I like yeah. painting. Mm -hmm. It's your hobby. Choose what parts you like and what you don't right. like. Just get it done somehow so you can enjoy mm -hmm. the parts you do. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, See, that's funny because I love to build models. I don't. I like uh, painting, but I love the building more. I like just kind of putting them all together, like the little puzzles. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, building is a. It's I'm. 
I'm, you know, I could, I, I, I know it has to be done, so I do it. But, you know, I enjoy the painting more than the building for sure. Same with me. Yeah. Yeah. And depending on what mood well, I'm in, fine. how much detail I'm going to put in. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, go ahead. Hey, Jimmy, play with whatever you got. Yeah. Just don't take yeah. a best painted award for it. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, how well do you think end times models and rules would fit in the old world? Uh, mostly I'm wondering about units like Putrid Blight Kings, Three Magath Lords. Uh, no. Yeah. No, I don't, I no, don't think no. they, I don't think they're going to work and the, because there are no, uh, it's not the right era. Well, it's not, I don't even, I'm not even worried about the era. Okay. I'm saying that I don't see a way to convert Age of Sigma rules to old world rules. The rule sets are, yeah. are va- I mean, there's just stats that these other guys don't have and there's no way with what we have. Well, I think what he's asking is, how would you if you had a if you had a Blight King, yeah, and he was in the, the old world, but would his stats yeah. be? Well, it said, oh, how do you think the end times rules would fit into the old world rules? I'm wondering about things. Are their current stats and rules similar enough that they could be used as is in a friendly game? Yeah, like how do you? Yeah, how do you like use? Blight, yeah, how I do don't you, remember the stats of a Blight King from the end times. I don't remember what their stats were. I don't remember. Did they? Did, well, I mean. Oh, that's right. They and did Blight, have stats. Blight Kings in the end times. That's right. They did come out. Uh, They're like move four, weapon skill five, strength four, tough five, three attacks. I mean, I suppose, I suppose if you could find... Eight. If you could so find... There's not really chaos right now in end time. Um, so Old World, I should say, right? Mm-hmm. Old World really doesn't have chaos right now at the moment anyway. No. That's so, true. That's yeah. a legacy army. So I, you'd have to be bringing with your legacy with the, le- or the renegade armies. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you can find the old rules, uh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I suppose they're kind of the same. I mean, they're, yeah. they're not really, you'd really have to look at it and make sure that they don't yeah. have anything that's abusive, but and how I many mean, points I, do you yeah. pay for like their abilities? Like, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. I have no idea. Like I said, yeah. for me, I, I just, I, I, I mean, if it's just like for you and your pals to play in your basement, do whatever do you, what want. you want. Do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it does say in a friendly game, of course. I just, for me, trying to, I, I would not want to go through the work of figuring that out to put in my army when I've got all yeah. this other stuff I could use. Yeah. I just wouldn't want to do that personally, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It just feels like a hassle. If you really wanted to do that thing, and if you really want to do it, I'm not certain unless you had the old rules and the old points and you could sit with your friend. And it's like he said, you said it's a, he says it's a friendly game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, you know, me and Chris sit around. We talk Warhammer for hours every week, mm-hmm. and we'd be talking like this when we're talking, even if the microphones weren't here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we like doing this stuff, so we could actually. Say, you know what I want to play? I was thinking about playing this. How would you? You know, do you think we'd, if you mm-hmm. and your friend want to sit down and figure it out? I mean, that's an evening of game time right there, well spent in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Just coming up with your own rules for stuff, planning out things like that. Sure. So that that would be my suggestion. Talk to the guy you think about playing with him with, and see if you guys can both figure out something that might be cool. Might be something right. narrative. Maybe because uh, you're bringing them in. This is the way I'd pitch it to my friend: is probably overpoint them a bit. Yeah. You know, see what they're kind of worth, and try to a- add to whatever their old points value was. Try to mm-hmm. overpoint. So I'm playing with something weird. So maybe they aren't exactly worth the points, but that's right. kind of the thing, right? Then at least you're 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 not playing. I'm bringing in some weird thing from AOS to, for an advantage. Like right. it's, it's like when yeah. you take those those uh, 
weird like the list from the last one where she could only have bats and dogs like that's not a great list but you can play right. that if you want to play like it's themey if you right. could bring it in for themey that's what i would do but you want to make sure that it's that its value does not outstrip its cost in fact i would try to right. make sure that the cost outstrips the value just to be fair to my opponent yeah all right. Treat it like a recipe and that sort of thing. So you keep on adding and taking away till you get it to the way it tastes best for you. And that's what you're going to work with your friend. It should be that you're trying to build a good narrative on the table. Every game you play should feel like a story. And until you get the things right, you're going to keep on editing till you get it right. But don't be afraid of making the mistakes. Give it a try and then learn from them. That's all. Yeah. All right. I hope that helps, John. Uh, okay, this is from Ian. Uh, this one's from, he's from Malta. That's in Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a European email here. Uh, and he also is one of the people who did donate to the, to the, nice. to the student fund. So I want to say thank to him for that. His question, how do I not butterfly from project to project? Now, <laughs> <laughs> why the hell are you asking us? Chris is painting something <laughs> different Every freaking episode or every two episodes, he's painting something yeah. different. I have not finished a project in 12 years. Um, it's like, okay. He says, painting and lore is my jam. Join the club. But I find my inspiration and drive skips project to project with every episode or video I listen to. Yeah. Uh, Ian, join the club. Yeah. If I knew that. Be a proud butterfly. Be a proud butterfly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> If I knew unless, that, dude, this would be a very different show. <laughs> unless what you're trying to do is you're trying to like, I want to play, you know, I want to play Flesh Eater Courts at Adepticon. That's my goal. Yeah. I don't have anything painted right now. So I need to like set a schedule and do this. Then I have advice for you if that's what you want to do. If that's your plan. But if that's not, you know. This sounds like you just got like some projects you want to do and you just want to finish them. But if you've got a deadline and stuff that you want to get done, then then yes, you need to like lay out your list, like put your models on your table in front of you, build everything and get a schedule. Like today I'm going to prime everything. Today I'm going to base code everything. You have to do that or else you're never going to get it done. But if you're just like me, you just like then you just I just paint whatever's inspiring me at that moment. That's yeah. what I do. Ask me Don't how many stress. It's your hobby. Yeah, yeah. Ask me how many projects I'm working on. Go ahead. How ask many me. projects you're working on? Six. How many? Six. Yeah. How many am I actively working on? Four. Right. Two I haven't worked on in a while. I got stuff built yep. and primed, and that's it. I'm working on six projects, and yeah. I flip between them depending on my mood. Right now, yeah, I'm cranking on Legion's Imperials to the point where it's getting painful, and I'm kind of tired of looking at them and going cross-eyed. But you yeah. gotta paint them. Bef- you can't play gray plastic with that stuff. Like the tanks, mm-hmm. I can. The tanks, I'm not worried about painting. But anything where I got to put five little matchstick men on a on a single twenty-eight millimeter base mm-hmm. with tweezers. <laughs> like you gotta <laughs> you gotta paint them first. You can't even get your brush in to paint them later. Yeah. So this has been a, I can't do this till this is done. So that's right, right now my full force. 
I've still mm-hmm. got the last dozen models and now the endless spells for Slaves of Darkness. I got a I, I, um, Harrison's LRL is that's it. like in fact as soon as Legions Imperialis is done that one of the inactive projects goes active because oh, how about this Dave like we were getting ready for Holy Wars and I came up with a list for you to play but you didn't have everything ready I needed only six trolls that's going to take yeah, me but two how, days how, but how did you approach that you know that was a project that you needed to get done like he's asking oh Okay, for well, that one we were lucky because I'd already painted nine trolls, and I knew, or no, I had painted six trolls, and I knew exactly what I needed to do to make yeah. that work. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was sit down one night, build, finish building. Next day, as soon as it was warm enough out, go spray them, let them sit for a couple of hours, gray and white. So it yeah. was like one day was build, day two was prime early, zenithal. Later, next yep. day was paint them, mm-hmm. and nice I actually life. there's only a few I know exactly what colors I got them eighty five percent done that night, and then the next night I finished them. It was like a four day project to get those six yeah, guys done. But you had like a you had like a a plan, a mm-hmm. schedule, and it, you put the time in. Because yeah. there's well, I mean, there's certain elements of that, especially the early elements that you can just block out. All right, I have to get this all built. I'm going to sit down and build this whole darn thing. Yep. And unless you've wildly misjudged, you're like, okay, th- I can get this done. Uh, as soon as they're done, it, priming is, is just as fast as you can. That's not a schedule. Yeah. That's Is it light out still? Is it warm <laughs> enough? Go do it. Yeah. I've gone out there and sprayed it at like it's in the summer when it's hot. Yeah. I've gone out there like Harrison gets home. Like tonight, he's not going to get home till midnight, one in the morning. Mm-hmm. I've been like, tell me when you're on your way home. And he gets, I'm home. I'm like, okay. And he's pulling up, and I'm out there in the dark with the porch lights on spraying. I'm like, hey, stop your car when you pull up so that the lights are hitting my model so I can make sure that they're all. So he's in the driveway with his <laughs> headlights on my models. And I'm yeah. spraying them because it was hot and humid. It was the middle of summer. I yeah. don't care when. Like, when it's prime time, that that is the minute you can get it done, get it primed. Because yeah. that is weather dependent. So, right. And then so, after that, yeah, then you, you set aside another block of time mm-hmm. for the like i slap chop everything now so zenithal mm-hmm. it is yeah uh, if you're not slap chopping my suggestion is know your base colors and mm-hmm. sit down and plan i'm gonna do the greens tonight i'm gonna do the browns i'm gonna do the shoes like look mm-hmm. at your models for that unit and kind of yeah. plan it in your head mm-hmm. and as you go through it gets easier especially when you go to other models other units in the same army because if you're keeping that same scheme yeah every unit gets easier because you get that rhythm down and you get you know oh wait this would just be easier mm-hmm. you know and it's like i here i could just do this for this and that's but yeah um if, you, but if you're not jamming on a, a project like that that you're painting for a tournament or something and just just go with what is inspiring you at the moment that's my mm-hmm. be a proud butterfly mm-hmm. for be sure. a proud butterfly yeah, it is like don't try to fit yourself in. Like if you are going for a thing Adepticon, you can set up your goals and treat it like a job because getting ready for a tournament is a job. Yeah, but if oh, otherwise, yeah. it's otherwise it's your hobby. If you just like playing the game and are big on painting it this month, play if you're grays. Then that's fine. But it, it depends. Like I have friends that will not play a game unless it's fully painted. Yeah, and 
Yeah, 100%. Brad's the same way. Uh, that's their idea of how they enjoy the hobby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make someone who doesn't want to paint I, I will, less of a hobby person. Let me, let me put it this way. Barnett helped me get into this hobby. Mm-hmm. And when he was working at the Game Preserve in West Lafayette, Indiana, he was like one of the guys who did like the painting classes. He's pretty good at painting. His yeah. Chaos Dwarves look great. He, but now he is still in that fifth ed, sixth ed style. You look at his painting, and his is like goblin green base type stuff. But it's clean, and he's painted on all the little skulls, and he does a great job, right? Right. But he he loved building models, and he loved playing the game. He did really not enjoy painting. It was a slag, and. You go through his stuff, and when, especially because with Warhammer, he was playing with me. Mm-hmm. So when he was putting together his armies, he had some stuff painted, and we'd have painting nights. And he, but he painted a snail's pace. His Bretonian army is almost all gray plastic, right? You know, his Tomb King army was pretty painted because that was pretty quick. He didn't enjoy painting that much. Uh, mm-hmm. But when it's me, him, and Harrison, all of our armies were gray, gray plastic. When we paint, when we finally had time to paint, it was cool. Harrison didn't like painting. We found out it's because he's freaking colorblind. And it's like, yeah, he, that's a, the one army he loved was the high elves because they had no red or green in them. They were all mm-hmm. white and blue. It was like his eye was actually drawn to that because he could appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we got a lot of not wanting to paint people here. So at our in in our original group. Nobody cared, <laughs> and it was when we started playing with other people that they're like, "Oh, that's a lot of that's a lot of shiny metal and gray plastic," and we were like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry about that." So that's what happens, you know. <laughs> what happens? All right, listen. Before we move on to our next thing, I want to name four more people. We got four more people who can pick from this beautiful and wonderful group of prizes so these people once again email me garagehammer.net tell me who you are and you won one and let me know what you'd like the most and as long as it hasn't already been claimed what's the email again garagehammer at live.com there you go what did i say (laughs) garagehammer.net oh that's david at garagehammer.net i know that garagehammer.net one is dumb i try not to use it that much um yeah, so garagehammer at live.com. So uh, this, these people who have gotten something now, Nicholas Shell and Daniel Stupar and another Daniel, Daniel Durrett and Sam Mamula. Sam. Great. You have all that all seven of you got an extra thing magically fallen into your bag of thank you prizes. Awesome. So um yeah, just just another big thank you. Uh I got one more thing coming up at the end. Uh one more cool thing that we got. Uh but let's get back to talking about stuff. Now this is, episode has gone on for a while and I know it's getting late and Kevin's gotta go to bed soon. So here's what I wanna do. I wanna take our last break. When mm-hmm. we come back, we'll do a quick overview of the fun we had at, and I don't want to give it short shrift, but we just started talking hobby and stuff, and sometimes I like doing that. Like, we've been cranking through books and rules and games and stuff. Sometimes it's nice to just hang out with Kevin and take it easy. You're a nice, relaxing influence on the show, even when I'm hyper and stupid. 
Thank you. And that's after a power drink, so that's good. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, it is Friday night, and you're caffeinated, right. too. Those oh. Garage Hammer peoples and their friends. Oh, crazy. They are maniacs. All right, so we'll take this break, and then we'll be done with this break, and then we'll see you on the other side. Are you finally looking to start your rebasing project? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some new and interesting resin terrain? Six Squared Studios. Are you looking for some fancy acrylic counters to keep track of wounds or maybe some other statistical anomalies? Six Squared Studios. Maybe you need a new rack for your paint? Six Squared Studios. Well, then look no further. What you need is Six Squared Studios. They ship worldwide with domestic shipping for both the U.S. and Canada. Six Squared Studios. That's right, Six Squared Studios. That's the number six, squaredstudios.ca. When your gaming needs go beyond your basic dice, tape measure, models, and paints, think Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. Now all your base are belong from them. Back again. Here we are. Hello. Yeah, Chris. Kevin's still with us. I'm still here. Beauty. All right. So, folks. <laughs> um, he sounded like that was a question. <laughs> I'm still I'm here. Still here? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, hey, you made it <laughs> through here. Kevin's an hour ahead of us, folks. So it's like it's 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 11. It, midnight's yeah, going to come. Bit. Kevin's going to turn into pumpkin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I, and I don't know why suddenly I was, it was a Russian Cinderella there. I have no idea how that I happened. That was interesting so. as well. So, <laughs> the, the Slavic Cinderella. Listen, you big savings. Oh, boy. Um, <sighs> in Russia, glass slipper come to you. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I'm going to stop now. I'm getting tired and stupid. Um, so we went to Holy Wars, and I said it's not a tournament; it's a hobby event because really, yeah. everybody gets you get to pick who you want to play against. So beforehand, right. a lot of people just set up round one; they want to play this guy. Round two, they're going to play this guy. Yeah, you um, grudge people. You, you grudge like people, you and them. then you, the, the, you know you get to pick a table, and there's a point. And Herner's tables, everybody's heard about it. They're bananas. Yeah, they're hilly and and mountainy and and split level and just crazy and yeah. uh the table at, table terrain rules and the terrain rules are um you get points for being near this thing but it also does d3 mortal wounds to everybody that's near this thing yeah in fact there was a when you played the games were worth seven points a piece right you got one point apiece if we had like you didn't we didn't do strategies turn by turn you had a a thing you had to pick for the game or you did, so we didn't do regular grand strategies yeah, like, we did yeah, like a these. secret mission yeah secret mission 
That was worth two points if you completed it. If, uh, it was worth a point each if we completed it. Oh, was it that a point? Oh, yeah. yeah, so we each got one point if we completed that. Mm-hmm. You got two points if you got the uh, holy... Grail tokens. The, the grail tokens. The, you got the grail tokens. You got mm-hmm. two points for winning the scenario, and then it was one point for... I forget I what. I don't remember. But um, what basically was going on is that you would win this other objective. It was whichever one of you took more wounds from the stupid thing on the table. Yeah, it depended like what was going on, but yeah. But most of the tables most would give wounds time. and it was like who who took yeah. 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 Who took the most damage mm-hmm. from the ter- from the special feature or You know, one of them yeah, was this kind of piece of terrain and you would roll D6 on your turn and move it and every mm-hmm. unit it moved through took damage. Right. Um, and this is this is how kind of the Holy Wars tables run. So they don't run like normal games. You got to really, like yeah. the games get insane. Some of the oh, tables yeah. actually, either the distance from the thing that hurts you grows, it pulses as the turns, mm-hmm. or the number just goes up. Right. So it's like D three round one, and it's D three plus one on round two, and then it's a D three or two D three. In mm-hmm. round, and then suddenly you're up to D6 wounds on the last round, and it's it gets bananas. Like right. the games are silly. Like you can't take them seriously. Yeah, because no matter what your strategy is, a lot of stuff's gonna die. The, the table is going to kill. Mm-hmm. And I will admit, sometimes that's annoying. It gets frustrating. <laughs> you know, because you're like, I'm not even getting to play. Because my stuff's getting wiped out. Now, this year that didn't happen to us because, and I haven't been there in a couple of years to play. I didn't actually realize what we were doing. Well, the tables are less deadly now. They did tone back the tables now that Age of Sigmar's playing. Mm -hmm. But so this thing where you heal points, Chris had two giants, and we just kept the giants away from that stuff. All I had was 12 trolls and trug. Mm-hmm. They all healed D3 plus one, <laughs> and Trug healed actually D3 plus four. Yeah. So we would just that. run the, the thing that caused damage. We would purposely run it through ourselves if his yeah. guys weren't around because it doesn't matter mm-hmm. where the damage comes from. It's just who, how much damage did your guys take in your turn. Mm-hmm. So we'd run it up our <laughs> own side <laughs> and just rack up points, and then I'd heal up in the hero phase, and then we'd You're run right. it through again. Yeah. So it we, and I didn't realize that that's how this was going to work. I really didn't. I'm glad so, one of us did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so you realized that's what we were doing? See, Chris oh, yeah. wrote the list. So yeah. So <laughs> I learned a lot playing with Chris. We won mm-hmm. all five of our games. We we took we third place overall in the yes. in the tournament, which was pretty yeah. rad. Pretty I haven't cool. podiumed anywhere in a while, and I've never yeah. won all five games in anything. Yeah. So that was cool because I'm sitting there like, and Chris is like, no, no, no. Look what's, I'm like, he's like, I'm like, why would we do that? He's like, look at the objective. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, we're going to do that. And then you're going to do this. And then we're going to do this. And we're going to win this game. And I'm like, it's just my, I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is why I lose to you so often. You know how to play. You're not just writing, you're just not writing douchebag triple cannon lists you actually know how to actually play the game you're writing those douchebag lists just for funsy games just to see what'll happen yeah but on no, he comes up to the tournament and that's i mean it was every game we figured out after the first game 
what the objective was. Heroes right. and monsters could not hold objectives. So right. Trug mm-hmm. and Trug and the two giants couldn't hold the objectives. So we had four units Uh-oh. of three trolls, and they yeah. they had to do all that lifting. So what they happened was here. the giants just ran up. Mm-hmm. And said, "I can take all three of those units and hold them for a turn or two. Yeah, and that's what they did. They just ran up and started smashing things, and it took forever to kill them. So half a third right. of your army's tied up with that giant. Yeah. Then I got a bunch of your army tied up with this giant, mm-hmm. and then Trug the Trug just, the ridiculous comes in, and just kills everything. Okay, he, he doesn't die. He really does a lot of damage, and he can roll, and he gets the bone. And there was all sorts of bonuses at the tables too, getting you like if you're near this, you're getting a plus one to hit it. So I'm like yeah. hitting on twos, wounding on threes, or hitting on threes, wounding on twos at times, yeah, yeah. doing like three, just ridiculous damage. <laughs> two out of the five games, they got him down to one wound. Yeah. In those same two games, I ended with all his wounds. Yeah. He's got si- he's got sixteen wounds and he heals D three plus three every turn. Then you take Trug's Trug herd and you give him his uh command trait is yeah. all regen is at plus one. Yeah. So he's D three plus four <laughs> wounds yeah. every healed phase. every hero phase. Oh. <laughs> if you awesome. and so even if you double turn me, it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter. And so I'm just like, all right, put them back, put them back, put them back, put them back. It was, it was, I, I felt dirty <laughs> and I would have hated being on the other side of the table from me. It was frustrating. You saw these people. And what was funny was they would throw something big into Trug yeah. and beat on him, right? And yeah. a lot of times Trug might get the first move. And if Trug gets the first move, he's like, he hits hard. And sometimes he's deleting things. But if he doesn't, you get the move in. You take off. He's got to lose nine wounds to yeah. lose a stat. Mm-hmm. So the, a lot of times they'll hit him, drop him about eight wounds. So I've got full wounds, right? Or at full yeah. power. Then mm-hmm. I hit him back and I kind of crumple him. And they're like, oh, my God. And I yeah. either kill this monster or I cripple this monster. And then the hero phase comes and I he take healed. back seven of those eight wounds they took. So I'm back to yeah. just about close to full. Yeah. And then we hit again, and now they're like, oh, my God. And so they throw a couple of units into it, but it's too late. I've already yeah. killed your big guy, and your two small units ain't cutting it. Yeah, I meanwhile, there's two giants rampaging around the battlefield just... Just trouncing things. It was <laughs> dumb. This was... Yeah, the, it was, d- it was, it was <laughs> I've never had so much fun. God, it was crazy. But it was, it, it was like... It was silly what it did. And here's the thing. It wasn't like, because the other guys could earn points for their things, too. So it was like some of these wins were seven to five, you know, or, 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 or you know, five to four, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, so we didn't get, we didn't max every game. We, we did, did not, not max we, every game. We came yeah. up, about, I think we lost, out of the 35 points we could have got, we were at 30 or 31. Something like that. We were up pretty high. Yeah, um, it was fun. But it was. How many teams were at the events? Uh, I think there were 32 teams. teams. 32 yeah. teams? Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. And, That's great. Um, and there were some really cool things we played against. Um, fighting against mm-hmm. Jake's unkillable knight oh, from God. the Asiarch Bone Reapers. Yeah. Yeah, the Leech Cavalos. What yeah. can this guy even do? I don't even understand how this army works. Like how oh, that thing yeah. works. I I know you oh, know what it does, but it's... Yeah. yeah. So he ends up with like a... Th- he's got like a three plus save automatically. Just so it says on his war scroll, and then he like mystic shields down to a two up, 
And then he's got his death save, which you can then give him a plus one ward. So he can go down to a, uh, he can get down to a four up ward, basically. Because so he can get yeah plus one to his ward with a command. So he can start with a six. He goes to five with an item. Then he can command point down to a four up ward. So he's like a two up save, four up ward a lot of times. Crazy. We hit him with Trug. We hit him with a giant. And we couldn't kill him. The board killed him. The board killed him. <laughs> the holy wounds did him in yeah. because he yeah, had to move into a thing. And we knocked him into the, Yeah. Because and we didn't do a single wound. Trug was hitting him with everything yeah. and just like all these hits and all uh, save him. It was like it was two up, four up, two up, four up. Save six. If he even missed one, then he got the four up. I never did a wound to him. The right. giant didn't get him. The mm-hmm. unit we threw at like nothing could. The trolls couldn't <laughs> hurt him. It's it healing was too. stupid. He's getting healed, and yeah, that's right. He can heal too. So it was just, but finally the 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 yeah the yeah, holy the table got, yeah, the the table table got him. him. So <laughs> silly. Yeah. Um, playing against Nurgle and yeah, the Nurgle, Nurgle. That was fun. Nurgle, Nurgle yeah. on the table was a, it was it was it's like a, it, on the slanesh table. The slanesh table was, was this big coliseum, and you have to go and. You have to have you units. Have to battle in the Coliseum. You were doing battle in the Coliseum. If you're inside mm-hmm. the Coliseum, you're taking crazy wounds, but then you do yeah. like crazy attacks. It's like you get taken mm-hmm. over by the spirit of this, of fighting. Yeah. So you do all this fight. So your fighting gets extra good, but then as soon as that's done and you calm down, you realize you overexerted and tore lindens, lin- uh, li- ligaments Lig- and tendons. Yeah. And so you yourself. take damage. All right. Um, <laughs> that was super fun, and we wanted, managed to bog them down while we were holding up the the hold, you hold the treasure trove is how you win that. Holding one. the treasure trove is how you win that one, and we were able mm-hmm. to grab uh, the grails we, as well. We just parked a giant up there. Yeah, it was so dumb. Then <laughs> um, um, we did like the yeah, the first one was against the ogres and Sylvaneth. That was um, yeah, Aaron and Kenny. Yep, that was the one where you have the monolith and you. You drive it over units, so they dr- so the, they got to move it first, and they drove it over our one of uh, Dave's troll units. They did like nine wounds to her, like or six wounds to her, like ouch, that hurt. And then I was like, cool. And then we drove it across our entire army because that's the and thing. Did, it like, moves so many inches, but if it says if it stops on a unit or terrain or anything, you have to keep moving it until you can place it. So right. we just moved all we our guys up. up into a line mm-hmm. and threw it down the line and. Every unit got hit, and it's like it's like D three wounds. So D3 even the giant D three plus. Yeah. So even the giants like I'll take that. Like yeah, what do yeah. I care? So that when we wound up, I think the final total was like a. Oh, it was like it was, se- was seventy six to like twenty eleven or something. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't close. Whoever did the most wounds with the monolith got the primary objective. And we just kept okay. hitting ourselves. And finally, they just moved it away. They're like, we can't yeah. win it. Let's stop them <laughs> from doing this because yeah. eventually they're going to throw it at us and actually hurt something. Because we're yeah, yeah, it was so funny. That was, that was that was the game where I. The very first charge of the tournament with my giant rolled boxcars. I was like, this is going to be cool. Okay, that was bananas because at first you failed your charge and you paid the command point to re-roll it. Yeah. And you needed a 12. Or did you need an 11? 11, I think. You needed 11. So he missed it. Just it, like and, a, and he's like, like should I go for the re-roll? Game. I'm like, yeah, this game's yeah, Why not? Yeah. And he rolls the 12. And that actually shifted the whole game because they gave oh, us first totally. turn so that we could yep. move up. And we knew they, they knew we couldn't get to them. 
yeah. he got to that. That was, with, that was with the run and charge giant. So he moved 16 and then charged 12. And suddenly wow. those guys couldn't come in and charge. So they had to go and fight a giant. Meanwhile, the yeah. rest of his stuff on the other side is moving. Everything yeah. on our side that had moved up, he didn't have anything to go after it because now it's tied up in a giant. And mm-hmm. so on our turn, I just ran all that stuff forward to back up the giant. And yeah, that 12 inch charge changed the entire, uh, yeah, the, like all their plans went out the window because the giant was much, so big. Yeah. It took, it took two or three units into its area. Yeah. Uh, combat and I made a bunch of, I made a bunch of crazy armor saves too with that giant against yes, the iron. You did. It was crazy. Yeah. That was a that stupid was game. That was so silly. <laughs> uh, and then we played, like, and we played monster mash. Versus uh, Tanya and Travis. It was like Flesh Eater Quartz, uh, Gristle Gore, so Terror Geist, and Stormcast Dragons against us. Stormcast <laughs> so the Dragons came in, and what did we do with the dragon? The- uh, Trug and the Trolls just killed everything. That's right. Trug and the <laughs> Trolls went up against all, like, there was four or five mm. of those mini yeah. dragons. There's a and bunch of those dragons. They got Trug down to one. Yeah, and then he came back, and he did. He just smashed, and then the trolls came. Around. That was crazy. Yeah, and then the beast, the beast smasher giant, just went to town on the on the terror guys. He grabbed the one terror guys and flipped it to keep it away from the other unit. There, right. you flipped. Like, he flipped guys a couple of times. Guys that were like yeah. Trug was getting low, and he's like, "Look, yeah. I don't want him to kill Trug." So I, he does his monster. And he flips and puts him away from him so they can't yeah. touch him. And it's like, oh, this is crazy. Do the suplex. That was was fun. I did the beast grapple and the suplex to one of the terror guys in the same turn because he gets two against monsters. And they had it was like all heroes, and and like the dragons couldn't take objectives, right? No, no. And they only had the terror. Yeah, they had a unit of ghouls that could take the Grail tokens. A unit, and we just trounced that. Yeah, in the beginning, and we, I, I, to be fair, I think ta- table three we tabled them. Or yeah, turn we, three we tabled. I mean, yeah, it was, yeah, it, so. it was a, it, it was, was a complete it was a mismatch. Terrible, it was a it was terrible, terrible matchup. Match. <laughs> yeah, there was, was they had yeah. they just had no answer to the stupidity that yeah. was two yeah. mega gargants and shrug. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last game uh, was against uh, Robert Elmer and his buddy, and that was yeah. Nurgle I, and. Yeah, slaves Asia. to darkness. Yeah. yeah, slaves to darkness and bone reapers against us, and uh, that was that was interesting. Some some weird stuff happened in that one. Just like, well, we threw we 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 I we looked at it, and Chris is like, "Look, don't go after those big Nurgle blocks because he had a demon prince and chariots." Yeah. So I basically threw up a bait unit, knowing they knowing they would hit it, uh, and and he attacked it with everything, which was a little yeah. overkill, and suddenly yeah. had all this stuff right there. And we were mm-hmm. able, I, we were able to just everything else just sort of went to the other side of the board and went after the mm-hmm. Bone Reapers and basically took right. them out first. Right, that and was then, our strategy on that yeah. one. And then by that time, without any of that to back him up, two giants running yeah. up into his face plus truck, yeah. and they killed some of the trolls. But we were just leaving yeah. trolls behind to slow them down until we wiped right. out the the rest of the, right. the the board. Yeah, so then so then we started like taking out some pieces, and they had to start using like Arcan to do stuff. And you know, Arcan got charged by one of the Mega Gargans, and <laughs> he got he got beat up. You know what I mean? It's like you know, and then he like they had like their sec their secret objective was to have one of their cure their heroes die. So like 
You had he to die to a you had to die to a monster or a hero. Right. So he like threw his like his uh one of the the bone shaper he just threw him into one of the gargans. <laughs> we obliged and smashed him, you know, it's fine. Was that that round cuz one of the rounds so I thought that was that round. No, cuz yeah. I thought he didn't get his because my trolls ran up and actually killed him. No, we that we he did cuz he Oh, was that a different one? Okay, yeah. that was a different yeah. one then. Cuz yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. rounds he was supposed that to get killed by one. a monster. Mm-hmm. And right, that was a different Yeah. Like Trug didn't polish him off, and the right. trolls were nearby enough where the trolls moved in and killed him. He's like, I don't believe it. I think that was against Travis and was oh, that? Yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah, yeah one they, of the trolls took him out. Yeah, every game is <laughs> completely over the top. I mean, it's yeah. it's honestly, and when I say it's dumb, I mean it not dumb like bad, but it's just dumb. Mm-hmm. Like the table did in our first game. <laughs> 90 all, just under a hundred wounds yeah of damage of damage uh-huh. to the table we, i mean we healed back most of it to be fair yeah but that's not <laughs> the point the point I is know. the table is cranking out damage yeah. on every game we're playing yeah. Yeah. it's hindering you in some way it's an actual player it is mm-hmm. a third player in the game mm-hmm. right the land and you know what it's actually I will say this: you, you, you can't do a tournament tournament with this stuff. No. Oh no! But yeah. it's the most it's fun tournament like- that you can play in, because honestly, it's the one tournament that actually honestly represents what the mortal realms seem to be yeah, like. For sure. Like it tells this. So many- yeah, yeah. Especially that- after reading Dawnbringers, this feels oh, yeah. like you're actually in the mortal realms when you're playing in yeah. Herner's event. When the, the, yeah, the like- half your army just dies from other stuff that has nothing yeah. to do with what we're doing. Yeah, it's like dice tell stories, and in this one, like, the table tells stories. It's really fun. It's bananas. Yeah. So, all right, listen, we got to wrap this up. We got yep. about 10 minutes before we're going to lose Kevin because it is getting late. <laughs> so, listen, before, and Chris, get your get the horn ready. I'm, I'm ready. All right, so before we do this, I got one last prize. Now, I know I said we're not giving away... Um. A whole army. And when I said that, I was telling the truth. All right? Yeah. Because that was never the plan. Um, I have some models from an army, and Chris has some models from armies, and our sponsors have some models from armies. And together, we had a really good start to something really cool. Um, But I don't think it was a complete army. Okay? Then I got someone who said, here, I'll let you have this from this because I don't need it. Boom, now it's almost there. And then we were at Holy Wars, and I got the first ticket drawn. Mm-hmm. And the thing we needed to pretty much make this a full army was sitting there on the raffle table, and I got the first raffle thing drawn, so I grabbed it. So uh, one of you lucky listeners is a way of saying thank you. Um, I'm going to just give all of this stuff to to one to a person okay and um well what is it what are you giving away uh let me bring it up because i have it here because i have to um it's cities of sigmar so i hope the winner really likes cities of sigmar because if you don't and and you 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 silly i'd be sad um what did i win at holy wars i won the big ass starter box with the fancy rule book and uh the 160 page special edition 
Cities of Sigmar Battle Tome, 52 War Scroll cards, token sheet, 45 enhancement cards, 4 transfer sheets, and 28 miniatures, including a free guild marshal with a relic envoy, an alchemite warforger, 5 free guild cavaliers, and 20 free guild steel helms. That's nice. a nice set. Now, the nice thing good. is that uh, where Harrison works, they had some stuff out for display stuff that's not getting used, and his boss heard what I was doing. He had the models for this. He wanted like the rules and the cards and stuff to display out, and nobody really wanted to build Cities of Sigmar where they're playing. Mostly they play 40K, and Harrison not building, painting nothing. Um, so he has these models, and Harrison was telling him what we were doing, and he gave us the models. So nice. you actually have a whole second set of these 28 miniatures, <laughs> which now I think coupled with uh, an Ironweld Great Cannon, a box of Free Guild Command Corps, a box of Free Guild Fusiliers, uh, a bo- the Free Guild Cavalier Marshal, the Fusil Major with the Ogre Warhulk, Pontifex Zenestra, and Talia Vedra. Yeah. I-, I think you have a legal army. I mean that's forty steel helms and cavaliers. I think they're I think they're battle line. Like I'm I pretty so. certain you may need some more battle line, but you got a, but you got like a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that's a lot of stuff there. So yeah. uh, that's a whole you got a whole thing to start. And I got my random number generator, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna random generate a number. And now the person whose name you say is the person who wins that prize. Is that correct? This is it. This is it's going to just be in with your other stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So random number generator hit. Number. All right. Holly Myers. Holly wow. Myers. Congratulations, Holly. Congratulations, Holly. You, um, man, I really hope you want a Cities of Sigmar army. That's See, that's the thing. That's why I'm having people email in for the other seven things. When mm-hmm. people are just handing out rando prizes, if that's not an army you play, you've got a weird rando prize. True. <laughs> so hopefully you guys who are emailing in for the seven other things, I hope that you, um, I, I, I hope that, you know, you got something there you like, um, mm-hmm. but that's that. Now that's everything I got right now. Okay, um, that's everything I have to uh, give out. If anything else weird comes in, I will just randomly pick some people and throw those little things in there. Because um, why not? Yeah, um, exactly. I hope this is cool, though. I know now. I know some people did ask me when I was gathering all this stuff up to give out, and they said, "Why don't you just sell all this stuff, and then you'll have money for Wargaming Club?" And I was like, "That's work. I don't know how much I'm going to get. That's kind of how." And this way was kind of like, I just felt this was a better way to do it. Like I knew the community would come in and help out, and I had all this stuff, um, and it was a surprise. Like. You guys just donated for my old models and Kevin's making, you know, objective tokens. First of all, that's great. If you want my old models, like I said, I mean, they're still usable. They're square based, a lot of them, but not the skeletons. So you'd have to work with that. But I mean, great. You know, that's what people wanted. That's what people go for. But this, I, I, you know, I quietly gathered up stuff that had been. You know, that I could get from, like I said, our sponsors. Kevin's helping out. Chris and Meyer and I are helping out. Uh, Holy Wars wound up helping out. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it was just more fun to just surprise people and be like, hey, guess what? Really, I want to say thanks, so here you go. Now, last thing I want to do before we go is I just I do want to run through, and I hope I don't mangle anybody's name, but I do want to thank absolutely everybody who donated, and I swear to God if I miss, I went through today and I double-checked on the PayPal and went down every single, I don't think I missed a single person, So, because uh, I counted there and I counted here. So thank you to Christopher Russell. Chris uh, P- Pijau, I think it is, P-I-G-A-U, Chris, Kurt Stein, Austin Thornhill, Daniel LeBlanc, uh, Joseph Udall, Chad Kiefer, Alan Ashby, Kevin Richardson, Chris Smith, Paul Frickman, Holly Myers, Ian Felsen, David Washington, Kevin Moore, Will Myers, David uh, James Batchelor, Scott Valentine, Thomas Broussard, Michael Piercy, Harry Sherwin, Christopher LaBelle, um, Sils Raffleson. How did I write that? Sils Raffleson, uh, Daniel Chilton, Kyle Chalmers, Kyle Smith, Sam Mamula, James Rowland, Richard Finance, Kevin Fleming, Jeffrey Stupar, Kevin Suttle, David Wolf, Danny Durrett, uh, Paul Carolus, Carolus, uh, Scotty Milne, Doug Meyer, Janet Wicks, Michael Lance, James Neal, Brian Byers, Nicholas Shell. Uh, I think he did he donate twice. Did I call his name twice? He might have went in for a second dip there. That works. That's fine with me. Oh no, I call his name because he won a prize. That's why I wasn't second name. Daniel Stupar, Do- uh, John Johnston, Ryan Nickel. Uh, hey Nickel. Joshua uh, Siemenstad, Kyle Absher, Daniel Durrett, Paul Applebaum, and Brian Kennedy. All of you, the 50 people, wound up donating, you know, That's fantastic. four figures to this thing. And oh, like I said, club is set now. Like, whatever the thing is that they really want to do, I can afford... Uh, you know, for and for game systems where the they have the online rules, right? A lot of the mm-hmm. kids they get in there and they've got all the stuff out, and it's not a lot of room. Um, but I did like the printable PDFs. Like if they have their rules online, mm-hmm. print out the PDFs. I can send it to the to the to the workshop, get stuff printed out. Um, I can get stuff bound. Uh, I can get uh, like I said, we're gonna get tables. We're gonna get mats. We're gonna have actual places to store terrain. So that it's not just all mashed into into a, the the box, you know, the actual Warcry mm-hmm. starter boxes. Um, mm-hmm. And then as things grow and they got things that when it, we, whatever we need, we're going to be able to take care of. So the community was amazing, and I just I cannot thank you guys enough for what you did for Club this year. So, oh, all right. Having said that, um, it's time to wrap up. Kevin, thanks for coming on and staying on so late, Kevin. And I actually, thanks you know. For and you know what? I jinx myself every time because I really did not think that the toolbox and the um, and the questions would take that long. I said to Kevin, like, it's just some questions and we're going to run over five games from a tournament. It probably won't be a long episode. And he's like, well, knowing you're not long episodes, I'm going to take a nap beforehand. And he yeah. was right. So you were right. I was wrong, Kevin. How many years have I known you, Dave? Uh, All right. Yeah. Well- yeah, I don't know when to shut up. All right. So everyone, thank you again <laughs> to our... Thank you to our uh, our sponsors, you know, uh, Chaos Orc Superstore, Six Squared Studios, Kevin and Brad, and Woo! Grognard Games, hitting that bail. Um, 
And our Patreon sponsors, the associate producer, Jake C., James Brown, Old Man Yeti, executive producer, Scotty Mill, George Stradon, and Sir Killsteak, our newest patron, Cranky. And yep. thank you all for becoming part of that 1% that make this show and everything we do on it possible. And until next time, folks, only the faithful will be triumphant, only the faithful will stand when all others fall, and only the faithful will know no despair except in failure. Your sound completely cut out, dude. We heard four or, and that's it. Try it again. I'll go further back. Four Sigmar. We're not hearing that at all, bro. Is it playing on your end? Playing. Nope. Even the little box around you is not showing any sound from that. It's not picking up your thing at all. This is cursed. I don't don't understand. I don't understand. I don't either. I told you miming does not work on a podcast, folks. All right. Don't worry. I'm not hearing it. No. Yeah, it's so weird. You're, we're watching you press the button, and we're not here. Okay, just say Four Sigmar one more time. Four Sigmar. <laughs> here, let me turn this up. Here, hold Way on. to stick the landing, guys. <laughs> nope. I don't understand. It don't matter. <laughs> I did it. I bewopped. I bewopped. We're good. Listen, trust me. My bowop is as good as anybody's bowop. It's not a question of where you're holding the, the the phone. I can hear it. It's do it's doing it. I believe you, and I can hear you, but we're um, not hearing it. So I had to bowop. I could try a different mic. Now the question. No, we're not changing mics for this. Here's the question. Yeah. Did anything after my last bowop make the edit? Am I lazy? Or is oh. this clever, or do I edit? Because we all know I'm the laziest editor. You'd edit it. It's pretty sloppy. <laughs> As opposed to what? <laughs> leave it. There leave you it. go. Kevin said leave it, and he's yep, on the show. Listen, everybody who listens to the show knows that you and I are toilet heads, but Kevin's a nice guy. If Kevin says leave it, I trust him. 100%. After three hours, that is the perfect ending the to the show. The perfect ending. <laughs> this episode sucks, and here's the proof. We can't even no. end it. Oh, yeah, dear boy. Lord. All right. Hey, listen. Um, I'll see you guys later. This is dumb. I'm hitting stop. <laughs>